everyone, and welcome back to Altero. We are a filthy lot on Twitch or a filthy questline on YouTube. Thank you for joining us today. We are back with another campaign in our homebrew world. We're playing here today in North Vancouver on the traditional territories of the Squamish Nation. So we want to acknowledge the privilege that it is to work, play, and create on these beautiful lands. Yeah. Wherever you're watching from at home, please find out what traditional territories you're watching from. Post in our chat. Let us know. Find out. Learn more. Even the birds want to chip in and share their information with us too. Please uh, get to know the world that you're a part of. For today, the world that we're a part of, we're joined by four players to start a brand new campaign in a different part of the world. <laughs> and it is just, it's raining seagull bits and things. Luckily, we are in the, Telga, in the far north of Altero. This continent is wild. It is Arctic. It is a tundra space, surrounded by water and the stormy seas. It is a territory full of warlords who've claimed pieces of the land and some very valuable resources far to the north that are very difficult and expensive to get, including the blue diron tree. So there's wood throughout the world that is full of this dark gray blue resource that gets harvested here. And also some very dangerous sea monsters that only the bravest will fish off the coast of the continent. Hmm. The warlords here who claim pieces of the land for themselves are known as the Stormlords. And off the coast of Telga is a small prison where we house some of the most dangerous criminals in all of Altero. And they are famous for their fire-based abilities. And we store them here, safe from everyone else, in the far frozen north. And we're going to meet four of them today as they go out on this epic quest. So, the four of you, you're doing time. You're in prison. And you got busted, some of you recently, some of you quite a long time ago. And you've been here in the tinderbox, stuck without your special magic items, without the gear and the wealth you accumulated or stole or otherwise found by unsavory means. And the crimes that you were convicted of, some of you that's not the only bad stuff you've been up to, but you got busted for something. You've been doing time. Whatever you've been doing in your cell, solo, solitary. Sitting in your gray, boring prison uniform, you wake up this morning a little bit different in attire. You're still currently wearing your prison grays, but around your neck, as you wake up from this really uncomfortable cot, is a tight leather collar, and you can touch it to see and feel there's a gemstone inside. And the door to your cell opens. There's no one there. You're gonna walk down the hallway towards the central room where you know sometimes you've been asked to gather. Describe what you look like. You can spend some time in your cell 
but then you're going to head down the hallway and introduce yourself to us. So starting over here with Alain. Um, you see a um, fire Janasi, uh, dark brown skin with like a, a glowing ember inside, um, uh, thick matted hair, beard that needs to be well kept or better kept than it is fire in his eyes. Uh, normally where you would see a smile, you just see a um, and uh, he um, is uh, kind of like forlorn that his uh, once famous beer gut isn't quite as big as it, as it once was. Um, uh, you are looking at Shaheem uh, Ifriti. What's your walk down the hall like? Do you, do you leave your cell right away? The door opens. Nothing here happens in a hurry. I take my time. Some people call it Janasi time. It's just me. <laughs> All right, Tim. Uh, that door opens and... The door opens and like just rolling out as if it was pushing against the door. You just see this tiny little creature uh, kind of like pop back up. And, you're, <laughs> uh, and it just has a, a bunch of cracks where you kind of see like the fire kind of eking out. Uh, dark, like hard rock kind of magma drying flesh that's kind of almost like shifting around. Its eyes are just kind of like vacant flames inside and he just kind of like, ah, 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 and like instantly just starts running down the hallway uh, towards the closest exit. Um, what that is a little magman, which is like a tiny kind of, I guess goblinish, like little demonoid uh, fire elemental creature. Um, and everybody kind of knows just been here for a really long time uh, and is a bit of a, a wild card. Our wild card. Okay. Uh, Do you have a name? Uh, what that? Again? What that? What that? What that? What that? He said his name is what that? What that? Cool. <laughs> uh, the door opens, but the cell appears to be empty. Is it stone flooring? Yes. Perfect. Is it enchanted stone? Uh, you already know that it is. Yes, treat it extremely to make sure that no one can do magic against it. Then never mind. <laughs> they, they house prisoners on purpose. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They, was... they've, they've been working on this for a long time to keep you guys well, here. So much for my really cool entrance. Uh, so <laughs> so was... disappointed. That's just prison for you. Who's yeah. <laughs> going to come out of the stone? All right. Oh, whatever. that's cool. Uh, <laughs> so sitting in a corner and uh, uh, staring at a little flame within his hand, uh, you see a uh, crimson-skinned fire genasi with hair of actual flame, and then uh, a, a, an elaborately braided beard that appears like black hair, but moving throughout it, there is sort of an orange ember glow that just kind of is on its own randomizer, <laughs> just moving <laughs> through the beard, as if the, uh, the dying embers of a fire that was once blazing. Um, and he's just sitting in the corner and kind of whispering to himself a little while staring into the fire. And it takes a minute before he notices the door is open. And then he gets up and very cautiously looking around, 
walks towards it, looks down the hallway. Do I see these other two? Do I see anyone else? <laughs> At this time, no, but you can hear some commotion in a hall not far from you. Okay. Does it appear that there are any other cells nearby that have been opened? No. No? In fact, the rest of your entire hall, the doors are still closed, sealed. Only your door in your hallway is open. But oh. you know that down the hall and around the corner is a gathering space where sometimes they've brought you through as a group if, if they were going to move you as a group. So you feel an instinct to know that they've summoned you. Okay, so I know that I'm. this isn't like an opportunity. No. I mean, you could try, mm. but you're pretty sure they wouldn't open your door without knowing they've already herded you in the direction that right. you know you're supposed to go. So he had extinguished the flame when he approached the door, consults it again. What should I do? As if he received an answer, he just starts walking down the corridor. Good. Um, so, striding from her cell as though she was never imprisoned and just totally belongs to be here. Uh, you see a tall uh, Asimar woman with sort of light, light blue skin and yellow eyes and hair that's dark purple, but so dark that it is, you know, in some light it's purple, in some light it's black. Uh, and she just strides as if she was always supposed to be there with no concerns. Are there other prisoners still in these locked cells? Yes. In your hallway, yet again- She winks at a couple of them. Oh. Like, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> of course she does, and her name. Astrid. Oh, I forgot to say my name. Uh, Ignatius Emberbeard. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> there is another hallway on your approach that you notice a door is open and no one approaches from. And if you listen closely, you hear a bit of snoring. But you all travel towards a main entrance area where waiting for you are two guards that you know. Inside this little holding area, all of you can feel your collars tight around your neck, and you see Farworth Junbird, a half-elf. You know Farworth to be a senior guard here. At attention, looking very stern, very firm, and expecting five of you. Doing some quick math. Looks to the guard next to him, who is probably your favorite guard, wants to be people's friend, hangs around, very junior. Uh, everybody knows Osborne. Osborne Earnhill. Sweet guy. Human. He sees you, waves, but quickly gets instructions from Farworth. And heads off to go down the hallway where there is that one open door and no one's coming out. And then, while he's gone, Farwolf looks to you all. Well, the time has come. The four of you have been summoned and I'm going to take you ashore. You may have noticed you're all wearing colors. 
We've been hired. We go to Telga. And there, on the quest. And if you do this thing for the Stormlord of Suvik, your sentences, much reduced. How much? For you, you only serve one more year after this. That's pretty cool. What is this thing that you would have us do? The Stormlord has requested special people to kill the dragon. I'm sorry, to kill a... Dragon. The like magma like hardens. <laughs> <laughs> it, yes, it is a, a white dragon. Yes, a, a white dragon. Uh, to save their people, to save the people of Suvik, they need you. And the tinderbox has volunteered you. You all be going. Well, I think that sounds like it is just going to be a wonderful time. Thank you so much, Farwa, for including us on this lovely adventure. And when will we be leaving? Will I get better clothes and my stuff? How are we going to be outfitted for this Of course, excursion? in order for you all to be able to accomplish this task, yes. We will give you all of your things back. And you've said what his time would be reduced by, but what about mine? They're only by half. By half. You will return my gear to me? Just for this mission? Yes. Good. Good. I will slay this dragon. <laughs> you just kind of see what that step forward. But you hear like the dubbed version of what he's saying, and he's just like, Don't worry, guys. We can do it if we do it together. Let's go. All right. <clears throat> That's well, going to be you a are good just time. a lovely little fellow. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> and. For myself, I've reputation, I've been a stellar prisoner. And how long of a reduction are we talking here? I mean, as opposed to these dross, we'll we say. Astrid, they're going to set you free. Well, I mean, that sounds wonderful. No one likes a suck-up, Astrid. <laughs> I beg to differ about that. <laughs> we'll meet the, the other two on the ship. They're Let's go. Not sucking up well enough. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these other two? Uh, Osborne will fetch the other one. <laughs> to the ship. On first the way? Start, first start, stop. Right? I get my bottle back, right? On the way. Yes, we'll pass by. We'll grab all of your things. Good. And as you guys travel through the tinderbox, you see other prisoners, of course, still in their cells. And you're headed towards the equipment inventory. 
and another guard nods to Farwell and starts to bring out your things. What? What, is, what does this guard look like? Human, red hair. Okay. Yep. What do these colors they are, do? It's going to explain it when we were all together, but we're clearly waiting on the last one. Uh, I could take a guess. I mean, I don't have to take a guess, but I could take a guess. Yes, if you do not return, we will have you all destroyed. Cool, cool. Yes, cool. they're a rather unpleasant device, but used in many fine sporting events. Yes, uh, and I will ha- tell you, I'm going to put a bit of a time limit on it. Hmm. Oh, there's a time crunch too? I mean, we can't have you just out there destroying the world. Well, the stakes just keep going up, don't they? How long do we have? Five weeks. How far away are we going? First, we travel to Suvik. And then in Suvik, you walk. Walk? Through the snow? All right, uh, do we do we have a say? Because I got opinions on hiking outside, cold temperature. Uh, what else is Telga known for? Uh, warlords, giants? Giants. Yes. Elves. Goliath. Orcs. Great. Idiots. Surely we're going to get some sort Monsters. of mount or something like uh, to just walk ourselves through. Negotiate with the Stormlord in Suvik. Yes. You can do that. Yes. And Negotiate. What is his name? Or her <laughs> name? Who is the Stormlord? The current Stormlord is Corathane Thunderheart. She's recently replaced. Her dead brother. Oh, that's a shame. And what uh, is that? How do I spell that? K-O-R-A-T-H-A-N-E, Corathane Thunderheart. She has replaced her brother as the Stormlord of Suvik. <clears throat> Can you tell me, like, three other things about her? Like, 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 like how long has she been Stormlord for? Is she cute? Um, like, like, what's, like, what is she into? Does she like flowers or whatever? I hear that she has a pet fox. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have anything more useful than that? Her brother died of a terrible plague in Suvik and Apparently what you'll do will cure them all. Uh, sorry, plague? What, I don't really want to walk into some sort of plague infestation. That, that sounds quite unappealing. It seems to only affect the Goliath. Oh, well, <laughs> no worries then. There is no sickness that fire cannot cure. Stabbing the leg table with my sword. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't worry, guys. I'm ready. You know what? Curious little fella. I like him. This one is interesting. Yeah, yeah he's great. And uh, do we have our gear back? You are each being given a bundle. 
It has all of your armor and clothing. And we are going to make a roll to find out how well you do on returning of your items. So you each were in possession of some magical items mm. when you arrived here. Some of them, so anything that was non-magic is returned to you. Okay. Now we're gonna go one by one on your magic items and we're gonna find out whether that made it back to you or not. We're gonna start with Astrid and work our way around the table. Tim, Chad has awarded you our redemption. Save some bacon. So you can, you have inspiration. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they want to save your bacon. All right, here we go. Astrid. Uh, I what have... are you looking for in your inventory bag for your magic items? I'm looking for my loot, my immovable rod, my ring of mind shielding, and my rope of climbing. All right. Oh, God. Your first item is there. The loot? Yep. Oh, thank Your God. second item is there. Your third item is missing. Damn it. <laughs> and your fourth item is there. Well, I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed here, but, you know, for what we're about to do, I probably have the most useful items back. Why so sad, Astrid? Well, uh, do you have any sort of receipt for when we turn these items over? Because I appear to be missing a rather important magical item. Well? I mean, your gods are surely above such reproach and low pettiness as to steal from prisoners. I mean, where would their moral high ground be? We shall take it up with the warden on your return. Wonderful. Next. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, hoping to find my flame tongue longsword, my plus two shield, and my ring of warmth. Your three items. 16, you get the first one back. Oh, that's good. <laughs> You also get the second one back. Okay, sweet. You do not find your third item in the bag. Um, there's something seems to be missing from my bag as well. It seems there is a thief amongst your guards. How cold is it where we are going? <laughs> We're going to have to give you all extra clothes. That wouldn't be necessary if you could bring me back my ring. Well, luckily, you are coming back to the tinderbox. You can get it back then, maybe. Certainly did not appear very helpful. I'm quite disappointed at the low standards of your guards. Oh, I, uh... What that? What that, like, <laughs> jumps in the bag, just kind of like, cuts a hole through the side of it, and kind of like, um, hopefully uh, in their hands wearing, uh, oh god, I'm gonna try and say this, uh, a Hittite of blasting, <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Um, and also the, like, uh, it's like a brace, like a metal bracelet on both sides of swimming. Okay. Your first item. Uh, yep. Is missing. <laughs> Your second item is missing. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, like, sack just, like, burns up around as he's just like... <laughs> Your gods have no honor. Believe it. And kind of just <laughs> stows his swords and his dagger and just kind of like frumpily, like right at the door where the door would open. <laughs> just kind of like. <laughs> All right, so uh, he said you took some of his stuff too. It's not very nice. <laughs> well, I mean, if there's anything the tinderbox is known for, how nice we are. Amen to that. Um, what are you looking for? I am looking for a set of uh, bracers of defense, an amulet of the drunkard, and Alice. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm nervous for this one. Me too. First item is there. Cool. Can I give you advantage on the third roll. <laughs> Chat gave me advantage. I'm not using it for these rolls. I feel like I'm not against you guys getting your stuff back. It's just a DC 10. Okay, here we go. Second item is missing. Third item, you are digging around for the flask. It's missing. So I put the bracers on. Good, good. Uh, I see that my my other items aren't there. And um, uh, what's the the redhead? What's his name? Oh, that's uh, Osborne. Is that it? No, no, uh, no. The... He went to go find the other person, Osborne. Oh. You are talking to Harold. 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 Harry, Harry, hey man, uh, sorry. Um, so like some of my items aren't here and that's fine, you know, it's the ten tender box or whatever, but I actually have a complaint about the bracers of d defense here. If it's just, it seems to be a bit d d damaged here. If you could just help me like take a look. So Farworth notices what you're doing and doesn't care. Harold leans in. Cool. I smash his head into the <laughs> countertop, and and as he bounces back, I catch it again, and I slam it down, and I hold it down, and I say, it's called Alice. I want it back. There's an amulet in there, too. I want that back. And I lean his head over to him, and I say, and he wants his things back. Believe it! <laughs> He said, yeah. <laughs> Roll intimidation. Oh, <laughs> My sword ignites in flame. Yes, and a ring. <laughs> uh, I just want to check a quick thing, because I might be able that is to a give. It uh, doesn't matter. I might be able to give you disadvantage on something about being charmed, but I don't know if I have to be casting Oh, okay. Spell. So, nat 20 on your intimidation? Yeah, plus one if you fancy. 
<laughs> so fancy. Uh, yeah. Farworth nods discreetly to Harold, and Harold looks over, face crammed in, and and just slides across the counter. Alice. Thank you. Oh, sorry. His stuff too. In fact, in fact, Fozzie, if you're hiring us out, if you're if you're if you're loaning us out, you want the best possible assets to get the job done. So you're gonna equip us right, Fozzie? Fozzie, come on. Gives them their stuff back. You are going to be able to get everything but one item. So between the two of you, choose which missing item does not make it because he literally can't find it in the back room in the panic in the face of how gloriously intimidating you are. But he, he can't find an item. The first things come out, something is still missing. So wait, you were missing two things? He was missing yeah. two, two things. I was missing two one, things one. and uh, let me see actually. Oh, no. Not counting Alice in this like yeah, other yeah. thing still missing. Alice comes back for sure. And then everything but one. Amulet, ring, what did you miss? Ring of mind shielding. You had a ring of mind shielding and you were missing two things? Uh, the circular of blasting and the ring of swimming. I think he should get his stuff back no matter what. <laughs> I can, I can, uh, I can, I can sacrifice the, the amulet. I mean, no, like, let's just talk about the ring of swimming for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> And things that are like desperately needed for the the yeah, snowbanks could be high. You don't know. You're very tiny. Yeah, but that's not swimming. <laughs> it is when you melt it. Yeah, I guess that's I was gonna cheese it, but okay. In character, you are all watching. I'm just Her going like this. Yeah, Harold. Harold scramble and is looking for the last item. So what does Harold not find? The ring is swimming. Okay. So, gets you your item, your item, everything comes back to you. Wonderful. Your circlet arrives. <laughs> Thank God it did. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, and the last item, Harold looks over to you, shaking, desperate, and Farwolf is like, we don't have time for this, let's go. Yeah, I'm already running jitsus now that I got it on, totally forgetting that I had another thing in the bag. <laughs> I say, um, uh, he seems all right. All right, Fozzie. Oh, sorry. Harold, no hard feelings, yeah? Good. Can't wait for you to come back. I'm sure you can. Come on, have a sip. It, it'll ease the pain a bit. I mean, Roll after persuasion. such... <laughs> I'm gonna help persuade. Okay. You can roll an advantage with help. Uh, persuasion, uh, 22. Takes a drink. Great. Um, let's see. He <laughs> needs to make a DC 17 constitution <laughs> saving throw. 17. It's a very good number. Hard fail. Cool. Um, Three. Uh, he is drunk and suffers one point of exhaustion. Okay. You watch 
You watch Harold, red hair curls under the helmet, takes a big swig and shakily passes it back to you and then instantly green across the face, looks over at Astrid, a little embarrassed, given that, you know, she leaned in to sort of help uh, with this persuasion. And then in the, at, right at, in your direction, just vomits, blah, and then uh, just falls backwards and you, you, he's still alive. He's yeah. like working to get up, but you know, doing the like, uh. I'm yeah. gonna say, uh, can't wait till I get back. Let's go, gang. Uh, poke his face his... with my toe. Just like, <laughs> um, uncouth, but back, yeah. amusing. <laughs> well, your guards have no I, arms. I suspect that might be your thing. <laughs> well, I don't know what the first word means, but let's assume yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, no concerns for the rest of this campaign. Okay. Farworth looks over to the four of you. Doesn't say anything. Gestures for you to follow. You've all seen Farworth in combat. Accomplished magic user, spell slinger, good with a sword, cleric. You've, you know that to fight Farworth is a deal. Mm. You could try, especially with there being four of you, but all their guards would come. And the warden themselves, who you've never met, famed for dealing with the fire prisoners mm. of the tinderbox. So, you follow Farworth to a ship. You don't see Osborne arrive, but Farworth does not seem concerned. And as you all board the ship, you see beyond you the distance, the sea, the stormy ocean. Yeah. You can't see the land where Telga would be, but you see that Farworth looks in the direction. And behind you, of course, the towering spires of the tinderbox as you leave. And you are given a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of gear to protect you from the cold. So some heavy cloaks with furs, boots, gloves, a selection are, of things. How fashionable they are they? Are very unfashionable. Mismatch items. I mean, are they clean? <laughs> uh, everybody, give me a. Mm, 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 mm. I refuse them. I'm good. Oh, you take nothing from the from the bin shame pile. If it's yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> it will distract my movement. Probably items that have been left from dead prisoners and assorted people. I'll rifle through the pockets. Mm. Okay, so you can roll investigation. <laughs> Everybody else, just roll a straight like, just roll intelligence. Just generally, Ooh. as you look through the items to get a feel for them. Ten for investigation. Nothing in the pockets. Yeah, nothing. The, the guards are thorough. <laughs> um, Anything of value is already gone. Gold, gold buttons are even missing from a lot of these things. It might have had nice buttons on them. Eleven. Eleven. Um, you're able to piece together something that doesn't clash horribly, but you're not going to win any like fashion awards here. Cast disguise self. I'm in a very nice, well-cut, uh, fur-lined, um, scarlet robes with uh, gold piping. Uh, Much better. I rolled an 18. 
So you, you do get a feel that a couple of the items might actually be from previous sailors. And you've heard stories of these brave fools who venture out into the stormy seas in search of large, monstrous prey that is very valuable. And then just also general whalers in the area. And a lot of those items look like things that you would associate with good for cold weather sea travel, which is at least slightly better to you than... Okay. So I, I lay out like th three or four options for tops, two or three options for, for b b b b bottom wear, and I'm like, nah, that's not going to look That's going to look like shit. Uh, yeah, but it's like Tuesday, though. Uh, all right, cool. All right. And I find, I like assemble something that's going to look good. I put it on, and then as I, um, as I, uh, I start, I start, um, I start humming uh, Jay-Z's Dirt Off Your Shoulders as I cast Prestidigitation on, on everything. We don't have that song on it. Come on. Prestidigitation. Okay. still monetization. <laughs> <laughs> I said I hum it. I didn't yeah. hum it. Yeah, yeah. demonetization. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so you turn around looking pretty good. Your boy, <clears throat> as it were. Uh, next to you, also digging through the bin. I got an 18. What are you looking to find out? <laughs> I'm gonna find uh, like a big pair of pants. Okay. <laughs> kind of <laughs> crawl in and be like, ah, and like punch my arms through <laughs> it and like zip down the thing and be like, yes. <laughs> and <laughs> okay. Uh, you find a pretty sweet pair of, they, they're, I know, right? Do we know, does he have a reputation as like dangerous in the prison? He's been here forever. <laughs> He's been here forever, everybody knows him. Okay, but has he like, you know, carved out his place and like put people in theirs kind of thing? Unstable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, but it switches sides, has no alliances. Yeah, like, total wild card. Everybody leaves him alone. I would imagine it's just a wild, a, a wild kind of energy. Oh, yeah. And if you know how to talk t t t to him, it's fine. Yeah. It's I don't so, think so anybody's in the tinderbox that long that you need to be told that's a scary person. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it's the kind of thing yeah. you don't oh. like the, the fly. Like, oh. <laughs> you guys are like, yeah, he's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and you all know, uh, everybody knows about each other enough because you've all been in the prison. What you are curious about is the fifth person who you see Osborne eventually during your sea travel over to the land, chat a little bit with Farworth and they're just, Farworth is like, God damn it, you know, frustrated, but like, whatever, leave it. Uh, and Farworth turns to you, it's the other prisoner, very dangerous as well, just like you. Uh, she's very lazy. And, uh, you know, she sleeps when she sleeps. She'll join you. She's not the owner of this pants, is she? I don't think that'll be a problem, man. I think good. I think we're good with the pants. I wanted those to keep them. Those are your pants. Uh, yeah, 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 those are good. They look good on you. Come here. Come here, little guy, and I, I get the dirt, <laughs> dirt off your boy. There you go, little guy. Okay. As you travel to the land. 
oh, your... For, for the record, I can cast Disguise Self at will without using a spell slot, so I just always have it going. <laughs> Every Do hour, you... I just at will okay. refresh it. And, and in this case, you're going to continue to wear this outfit until you alert us otherwise. And it doesn't take too long before in the distance you can see a large port city, which Farworth has already told you is Suvik. You've heard a little bit about it. Suvik is the farthest north that ships can come in and out of before the ocean is almost year-round ice-locked around it. To the south is, would be the capital of Telga, Reiko, which... You're all familiar with those major cities, but smaller places are less familiar to you, unless you are historians of Telga, or particularly knowledgeable. You would know a little bit more, just based on some of your travels. So when people say the names of the cities, it, it registers for you everything you've recognized so far. You don't know shit. I'm from another planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've traveled, you've actually, you haven't been to Suvik, but you know about it from I would, being. On I the would CDC. know the names of. Yes. Ports. I'm not a landlocked kind of guy, and this isn't my particular temperature. Yeah, you've never wanted to go here. You're not interested in whaling, no matter how attractive the Goliath ladies are. Um, while we were traveling, uh, I cast Identify on the Ooh. collar. Okay. So you're curious about what elements of it? Uh, will. Uh, if it's a magic item, uh, I learn the properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement, how many charges it has, if any. I learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. And if the item was created by a spell, I learn what spell created it. Many spells in the case of the gem and the connection to the leather collar piece. So as a unit, many spells have been used to create it. This most foul device. Okay. There are abjuration spells. It'd be very difficult to remove it. Mm. They have a bunch of elements about them that are enchantments. Difficult to tell, but you've actually, the more that you try to adjust it or pull it off, the more you feel not concerned about it. And oh. you stop trying until your hand removes and you s stop thinking about it. And then again, you're like, God, I was gonna, I was gonna investigate. But every time, the more that you spend time trying to fiddle with it and play and move and adjust it, the less you want to. Hey, uh, Fozzy, this is uh, c clashing with my outfit a bit. Do you want to explain why we have to have them? <laughs> Do you all just run away? You're going to kill a dragon? We, we, we wouldn't all run good. away. Some of us would sail away. I assume you can fly or some shit. Like. I cannot fly. No. Okay. Oh, sorry. What about you? Can you fly? Wings. <laughs> I can. sadly cannot fly. Fire to that. <laughs> I don't know. You got, you got. Hocus. <laughs> Focus. Mini. I have not tried. Maybe I can. Hmm. There's well, some transmutation in there too. Technically, I start playing a little melody on my lute and uh, I cast flying. <laughs> <laughs> See, we wouldn't all run. <laughs> I can't fly. 
Well, what I mean the ship is when falling I say apart. I can't fly yeah, yeah. is that I have spectral wings when I choose to, but I can't fly with them. Oh, all right, all right, sorry, forgive me. I didn't mean to uh, assume. What that said, we listen, Fafazi, you could trust us. He turns around, he starts talking to Osborne, not persuaded, unless you want to go in for a, a roll. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Not interested in uh, further conversation with you. The callers stay on. Everyone is well collared. I say, uh, I say, all right, Fozzy. I enjoy our talks. Hey, Ozzy, how the kids, man? Osborne kind of leans around. He's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, you know that Osborne and his wife, they had a baby a little while ago. Oh, this he... is going to be real rough then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> uh, Matt, you've been awarded save save your bacon, so you um, have inspiration. Nice. Yeah, they're really going at it. Rolling pretty hard today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. You hit land. Matt, Matt, twenty. <laughs> like a seagull kegger. Up there. <laughs> <laughs> they want to come to Suvik too, and let's do it. Let's arrive in the port town of Suvik. What dad has definitely found in the driest part of the ship, just pretty much hiding the whole time. <laughs> like, really nervous about the water outside. <laughs> oh my god. All right, let's pull the board. That's fair. <laughs> and have our four friends and our two traveling buddies. So, also redheaded and a blonde. Sorry, guys. Ooh, we got a board go. coming in. Here we go. Excuse me. Here we go. With a... Oh, with scotch. I uh, uh, douse the flame on my sword that's been ignited this whole time. <laughs> uh, whoops. <laughs> Ooh. What? <laughs> it was pretty once. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> There's been a plague. <laughs> It will be pretty There's pretty. no one in the homes, and now everyone knows. It's modular. <laughs> modular. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to wait for a thumbs up from Owen when we're happy. Sweet. What about two thumbs up? I mean, that's a lot of thumbs. He's a professional, okay? One, one thumb on the camera at all times. Yeah. <laughs> How do we feel over there? We're good? We got the one thumb. Okay, so we're gonna land. <laughs> and first thing, surveying Suvik. You know what a port town should look like. Yeah. Bustling. Yeah. The ocean waters are, were open. There should be travel mm. to this port, but there are no other ships. The town is quite quiet. A couple of people at the stall, blacksmith shop, catch the sounds of the forge. Hmm. But it is not bustling like you would expect it to be. This should be high season for trade. What's the condi 
tradition of the town overall, though? Like, is it, it's not dilapidated or run down, it's still- Everybody standing. roll perception. Yeah. So you're looking for the town, and then for each of you, decide if you're focusing on a key element as you walk through this basin. You're all following Farworth. You're- uh, I rolled a 18. So the general look of the space, Goliath, but you don't see any of them. Humans, dwarves. I've actually spotted an orc. Interesting. Group of people. But spaces are closed, but not run down. Okay. Um. Yeah, uh, what that is looking for a path that involves zero snow. I rolled a 14. Easy enough to tip top, tip top, tip toe, tip top. You're in tip top, tip toe condition. Top of pants. <laughs> top of the pants. Top of the pants. <laughs> <laughs> and you travel, you can pretty easily find a space that has no snow. It snows frequently here, but nothing, it, so that's going to mean that you're completely covered in it everywhere you go. Okay. As you do look out past, you can see that there are mountains in the distance. Everything is snow out there. It's concerning. Green flame blade. Snow, 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 snow. Oh. Everywhere I step. <laughs> hey, man, it's just going to keep coming back. I'm, I'm, yeah. Good fight. Yeah. I don't hate it. Honestly, I, I don't get valiant at Oh, right, my role. Um, I'm looking for signs of, is like, is this where the dragon is attacking? Uh, not knowing any better. 14. You're searching the skies? Yeah, and, and just signs of, like, has there been combat here, or what seems to be, why is it so dead? No signs of combat. No large marks of anything that indicates damage from a creature or a monster in the port city of Subic itself. In the distance, you also just get the foreboding wilderness beyond. What you do pick up with that role is that people are nervous and the few that you do see, either out a window or traveling between the sparsely open shops, they look at you concerned and obviously they suspect that you know you're here for something related to the fact that the Goliath of the town have suffered a serious plague and they are the rulers of this town so there is a lack of leadership mm. but the people here don't seem to be like rioting in the streets they are instead just kind of scared you know scared humans that's true I uh, rolled an 18, and I am watching to see guard movements and areas that look particularly ignored. Um. Yeah, and the guards here are intimidating. A lot of them are well-armored, well-supplied. They look like they could probably help defend, but maybe not from a dragon but they are all either dwarf, half-orc, human, 
No Goliath. You didn't answer the sec- mm. what I actually asked. <laughs> what was the second one? Uh, I asked, I'm looking for places and oh. patterns where- Oh, their movements. Being, yeah. The... I want to know where there's somewhere that I can go where I'm not likely to be seen by guards. Or people, ideally. It, yeah, I mean, you might be able to go into shops, some, some shops that look like they're probably people. They aren't paying too much attention to the business of trade. But there's not like alleys or anything that seem I, overlooked. Not, you could probably find one with that role based on knowing that they are going in a pattern of their movements, but they are, they're quite good at this. They have a lack of some leadership, but whatever is here leading the town has good martial instincts, not good trade instincts. Is, uh, is Farworth still with us? Yes. And like- And Osborne. And leading the way? Yeah. Okay. Farworth, who is in control of these colors? Is it you? Of course not. Is of course the warden. The warden? The warden, yes. Of the tinderbox. If we slay this dragon, can these be removed? Yes. That's the arrangement. Except we'll be back in the in the box by then, so it won't make well matter much. Anymore. You all. Okay, I'll see you in like a year. Fair enough. I <laughs> uh, welcome the company. So. Farworth is leading you. Flattery will get you everywhere, you know. To a tavern. <laughs> There's quite a bit of guard presence on this route, and particularly outside. You are headed to meet an important person in the tavern, and the martial presence of the town indicates that. Your best bet, if you were going to try to get away and go find somewhere sneaky, would be to be as far away from that as possible. But you follow Farworth. Once we're in the tavern, you know, I kind of start acting my bard self and strumming a little bit on my lute, just like, you know, mild little melody, something pleasant. Just kind of, as I talk to people, almost like I'm not thinking about it. Does anybody stay outside if Farworth leads you in? No. Okay. I do quite the opposite. Um, uh, <laughs> as, uh, as Farworth goes to enter the... <clears throat> Tavern door, I go, oh, <clears throat> sorry, Fozzy, Fozzy, allow me, this is my uh, speciality here. I got you. And I, uh, I uh, barge into the tavern door and I say, the party has arrived. Control flames, all the torches. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, I have missed this. What do I see? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't take a perception check to quickly notice that this tavern has been taken over for this meeting. Hmm. There's no bartender. There's no staff. There are no patrons. There is a large Goliath woman. What is surely her guard. Control flames, the torches go out. <laughs> <laughs> and a little fox with her. Mm. 
<clears throat> this is, uh, I have to say, uh, just outside again, this is exactly what it feels like when I walk in on boardroom meetings here. <laughs> My apologies. I see that uh, I arrived expecting a certain tone. This is not that tone. It is, however, my sworn objective to make it that tone by the end of the day. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna walk behind the bar and find what looks like uh, a really high, like top shelf spirit and start pouring some. Oh, sorry. I'm pouring a bunch. <laughs> I will climb up on the bar. No, sorry. Yeah, Two for yeah, me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I have to, okay. have to get my uh, fighting form back. You're behind the bar, Astrid. Um, I'm gonna go over to the people we're obviously here to meet. Uh, well, I'm still strumming my lute, playing a thing, humming to myself. Uh, once I get over to the ruler, I just introduce myself. Hello, you can call me Astrid. What is your name? Uh, we're here to help you out, I believe. I am Corathane Thun Thunderheart. Thunderheart, lovely name. Family name. Yes, sounds like a strong family. Now, I would like to be on my way as soon as possible to, you know, I'm sure you understand, the le less time we have to spend out in the wilderness here, the better. Uh, so I'd like to, what would you like us to do for you? Where are you? I'm on the bar splashing one of these shots in my face, <laughs> just like igniting the fire and I'm just like, woo! Uh, Pay no attention to that one. I'm not at the bar but I, I'm trying to be in this convo, but I am definitely in arm's reach of the bar, so when he hands me a shot, I can just lean in and go, mm -hmm. yeah. Really, you can probably ignore all three of them. <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, sorry, I am fully engaged here. I, of course. This I'm not saying you're not engaged. I'm saying she doesn't need to be concerned with your thoughts. Oh, is that what you're saying? Yes. That my thoughts don't matter? Yes. Wow, that's a... Uh, Wildly offensive. <clears throat> we are all here to help you, uh, Lady Thunderheart, which, if it hasn't already been said, is a very strong name, proud name, beautiful name. And also, can I say, these the birds around here are pretty, pretty wild, huh? <clears throat> That's a cute fox. What, what, what is that? What is that? A, 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 a fox? Arctic fox. Arctic fox? I knew, yeah. S Snow Fox? Thunderheart. My dead brother coined the name when he became Stormlord of Suvik. Hmm. And Torkas died of the Ice Plague. The fur lining my uh, outfit from the disguised self kind of suddenly, or uh, subtly changes and uh, you know becomes Arctic Fox Arctic fur. Fox. <laughs> you might think me intimidated. You might think me a fool. You might think 
that I care at all what you drink or if you die. But I have asked of the warden of the tinderbox to provide me with as much as they could possibly spare to kill the dragon and to bring back the liver because the healers here tell me only the liver of the white dragon will save the Goliath people or we will all fall victim to this icy plague that took my only brother and the Stormlord of Suvik. So you will go northwest to the tears from heaven, the icy mountains where a white dragon rests. And from there you will kill the dragon and you will bring the liver back to us. And I will be Stormlord of Suvik in the place of my poor deceased brother. Oh yeah, wow. A truly noble cause. Yeah. And so is there anything else for us before we head on our way? There are some who protect the dragon. This is a complication we were not told of. And I look at Farworth. He shrugs. I mean, to be fair, the dragon was a complication that we weren't told of this morning either, so this whole day is a wash. Stormlord Thunderheart, do you intend to send someone with us to help slay this dragon? If we could slay the dragon, we would do it ourselves. But all of the Goliath warriors are dead. I have, seen I have no one left to send. So you're saying there's nobody to guard your entire area if just somebody wanted me. to come in and take over. This would be an opportune moment, it sounds like. Would you like to fight me for my title? Oh, I, by no means am I suggesting that it would be me. I'm suggesting a larger force if they were to come. Oh, good save. There would be no resistance, really, would there? I mean, myself, but alone, obviously. I, I can do nothing. You gotta be, you gotta be careful with her. She is as careful holding her words as she is holding her drink. <clears throat> drink all you want. Eat all you want. Tonight, sleep all you want. Tomorrow, leave. As I understand it from the warden, you have weeks return before I myself fall victim to the plague. And then there truly will be no one to protect Suvik from people who might lay claim to my Stormlord title. I imagine it was very expensive to hire us from the warden. Yes? Yes. 
would you be willing to provide us with things to help guarantee our success? All that we have went to the tinderbox and they told us they would secure great warriors to save the Goliath of Telga. And I have been provided for fools who drink insult. Well, I mean, I'll slam the glass down and I'll be like, don't worry, lady. We, the four of us, great warriors, united with a fifth, will bring an end to your plague and all other things that prevent you from fulfilling your role and duty with the honor of my people. Of course she hears like He says he's enthusiastic and eager to help. She looks down the little fox at her feet and the fox is like. <laughs> Lovely creature. I think so. Wonderful fur. Sorry, uh, just like, you don't need to provide us with anything. We have all that we need to perform this task. Uh, we will not insult you any longer. Uh, thank you very much uh, for uh, everything you are offering. And just to be clear on what you are offering, you did say, just so like, just so like I know, that we can drink anything we want. I have given Olava as much as I can spare that will certainly cover the cost of what you spend tonight. Okay, cool. Olava will see to your needs. The party has arrived! Believe it! <laughs> she looks extremely unconvinced that the four of you are gonna kill a dragon. Do you have more questions for her? Would you like to roll anything? Do you want to check this out? What's with uh, the bodyguard? What's hmm? he been doing? The bodyguard? Yeah. Looks, roll perception. <laughs> Kevin Costner. How do, how do their like. Cocked. Yeah, right? How does their like health look? <laughs> 12? Nonplussed. Okay. Uh, the, the bodyguard looks I mean, you, you have fought a lot of people. You've gotten into scuffles. You would not fuck with this guy. Hmm. Without knowing more. You need to know, this, this person looks like Orc has probably abilities that are not clear based on just standing around looking like a total beefcake. Um, on the way in here, Surrounding area, all snow covered? There, there's lots of snow, but it is not all over the streets. Uh, no, like I mean it, like oh. outside of town. Oh, like. town, yeah. I mean, there, there are patches where there's trees growing, but there's still snow places everywhere, yeah. Uh, it's probably been cold and then it snows. If it warms up, less snow. Sure. Um, how far to the north do we have to go? When I walk, two weeks. Hmm. Your small legs. 
Maybe three. I could skip real fast, though. Is there some sort of vehicle that you could give us to help us on our way? Give me snowshoes. Perhaps a sleigh? And she looks over at the guard and she says, yeah. And horses to go with the sleigh, right? They'll die. I cannot afford. Perhaps dogs? I'll see. I mean, what would you normally pull the sleigh with? Let's. I pull about, the sleigh. Really? I, yes, I suppose you won't do it for us. If you no, want to really pull not. the sleigh, you can pull the sleigh. <laughs> you look very strong and capable. <laughs> Tomorrow, out front of this tavern will be everything I can give you. Go north. Slay the dragon. Yeah. Bring the liver. Save the people of Delta. And then, as I understand, your payment is in reduced sentences only. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just just being out, being able to help and, and, and aid our communities is plenty. Lady, uh, I would never live here. He he agrees. All you want from the dragon is its liver. I will take its heart. I don't give a shit what happens to the rest of the parts of this dragon as long as you return with the components that the clerics here tell me will save the people of Telga. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, cool. But definitely sounds doable. And you are clearly in need of a nap. Uh, so, I think I we shall agree. continue, you know, drinking or whatever these uncouth people are doing, uh, and bid you good night. Wow. I mean, I wouldn't talk down to you like that, but I would continue to talk with you, you see. I mean, we're, we're, we're going to make some food. Would you like to hang out and stay and eat? You know? Are you holding your dice because you're going to roll here? Who, me? <laughs> Are you doing some, like, charming persuasion work on the Stormlord of Suvik? Who, me? Sir? Huh? Uh, 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 hmm? No. Uh, if you want to stay for a drink and socialization, that is a different thing entirely, but I think I've had enough of this meeting. It's getting rather boring now. She's very aggressive. <laughs> she is. Mm. Yeah. I just assumed that people of the world, regardless of their conflict with the law, would want to save lives. And that the Goliath of Telga are in immediate danger, but maybe the Goliath of the whole world. And that you would let them die. No, 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 you wouldn't dare let them die. No, no. There would be very little in that for me. There's no honor in that, as like a pair of pants turns like holding a liquor (laughs) bottle trying to fill up some glasses. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, roll, Alan. Cool. 
trying to convince her to stay for a drink? Yeah! Come on, persuasion. 17. <laughs> I will use uh, my advantage. That, I, that's a 21 total. Okay. She looks at you. I don't stay tonight. But if you return, come find me. I will see what I can do about that dragon then. <laughs> you said Olava would take care of our needs. We have been in prison for a long time. Okay. I mean, don't be so gauche. It's absurd. <laughs> is there entertainment? Olava is a fine cook. I think you misunderstand me. I think she is. Olava is a fine cook. And her tavern is available for food and drink. And if not, I will leave the guard. Do I need to leave a guard? Farworth! Does he like, do over. dancing or something? The guard does not dance, no. Oh, I'd like to say no, but Jamie. honestly, it probably is a good idea. Okay, and... You These know, three, uh, Farworth again looks at her and he's like, trustworthy. I think you've taken the conclusion here. I speak of song and dance. She rolls insight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can do all okay. the song. It's a 16. Totally being honest. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't being perverse. He just made it sick. <laughs> and it was intended to be a double entendre. <laughs> she gets it. But uh, she also looks over all of you. I leave. <laughs> the fox. To God. And I mm. take <laughs> my leave. Olava does not play an instrument, but she is a fine cook. And you can take all that you need from the damp spirits tonight. The spilt liquor, like on the top, like hits my like little like flamey foot and just kind of like ignites. And I'm just kind of, oh, oh, and then like the pant leg is just kind of catching and flopping on the tabletop. Sorry. Whoops! <laughs> Fall off the backside. She takes her leave. She said she can leave the fox to guard us? Yes. Who posts up and seems to just take a little snooze on a table. Hmm. Uh, Farworth and Osborne take seats. I say, uh, so, uh, Iggy, allow, allow me, I got the bar. I'm just gonna slide the bottle to you. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, um, I, I say, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take sh shift, and I go behind the bar, and I start, um, all right, so that's good, and I start pulling b b b b bottles down, I pull cups down, and I'm like line lining them up, I'm pouring them out, I'm doing tricks and flips around the back, and all right, uh, sorry, you, you got some songs, you got some tunes? This, this might be our, our last 
good night in a very long time. But first, looking through all of uh, the bottles as you have, can I see the three most expensive or rare bottles? Yep. What do I know? Yeah. What are they? Uh, a very nice whiskey. Mm. Um, what is probably some fruit brandy? You'd have to open it to know for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, what fruit that might be. And then the other one is, it's definitely a rum, very dark. Mm. There's very little of the whiskey left. <laughs> yeah. Mostly, yeah. I only had one. It's mostly me. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You can hear sounds from the kitchen now, which is definitely behind you. But there's pots rattling. You hear the of a fire in a. I uh, probably a. You you know enough to know that that's a kitchen fire, not like one of your guys's fires. Um, someone is cooking, and the smell of meat comes through. Ooh. I, I peek my head in and, uh, sorry, what was her name again? Olava. I say, um, Olava? Hello. Sh Shaheem, we're gonna Hi. eat, we're gonna eat and drink and have a good time here and then we're gonna leave tomorrow and, and probably die. If you need help with cooking food, you just let me know, okay? I hope you like polar bear. Never had it, but I will try anything once. Anything once, and I leave. Uh, I make my way over to Farworth and uh, Ozzy. So, are you coming to slay the dragon with us? They look up from their seats, Farworth. No, we'll not go with you. Then why are you still here? Well, Osborne supposed to bring with us one more. Because I don't know that the four of you can do this alone. So wait, Ozzy's with us, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and supposed to bring one more? So I'm just gonna look. He's like, are they in your pockets? Hmm. On the ship. Ah. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab her from the ship in the morning, sorry. <laughs> this is very rude to me. She's a kid. Kids sleep. It's fine. We're fine. It's fine. Look, this is not a kids kind of environment anyway. All right. This is we're we're gonna have a. See, that was sort of what I was thinking. I was thinking, you know, I mean, what's the worst that's gonna happen here? Like, I force her to get up, and then she's really rude and really mean, and then she lights my coat on fire again, and um, and then she has to come here, and then she probably drinks a bunch, and that's not good, and then, you know. Then she cries, and she drinks and, or something, and you know, then she cries, and then you guys have to deal with that, and then she probably plays some loud shooting music. She's a teenager, <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah, true, true, true. Why is this the other person assigned to this task? Yeah, you didn't describe a helpful individual. Not at all. The warden picked you. The warden says the five of you can do it together. So I don't, I mean, Fawith talks to the warden, I just heard from Fawith. Farworth is like, the warden picks you? The warden said this, these are the skills to kill the dragon, specific. Sorry. Do we know who the warden is? Have we ever met them? None of you have ever met the warden. Farworth, it would seem the warden is taking these people for a scam. I appreciate it, but I have my doubts. 
personally, when there is a scam involved, I like to be in on it and not yes. a pawn. <clears throat> Are you getting a cut? Roll insight. Oh shit. Uh, 13. Farworth looks at you extremely honest. The face of someone as though to you incapable of lying, despite the fact that they often just shrug. They're not one for telling you lies. This is not about the money. Hmm. So, you and the wouldn't care about these Goliaths. That does not feel like you've given your best foot forward. Not even yourself will come help slay the dragon. They don't care about the Goliaths. They care about what the Goliaths got. Hmm. And they're right. And they're right, Fuzzy. Hmm. That's right, pirate. I'm Shaheen. Or, or, or uh, LL. Shaheem, if you fancy. <laughs> are you guys gonna go to bed or are you gonna party? We know Doesn't all about. Because we're gonna find out too. after this break. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Just sleeping pirate. <laughs> Behind the bar already. <laughs> okay, back in a few. Wait. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone! Here we are in Altero. We are in the tavern in Suvik called the Damp Spirits, where Olava Damp is in the kitchen making food for everybody. She said it was polar bear. We'll see what happens, what comes out. And everybody out in the tavern proper, what are you all up to? Is there a fire going? <laughs> Control flames. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there is a unlit fireplace currently. Oh, uh, I'm going to walk over to it and uh, cast, what do I have, Produce Flame? Yeah, and going to cast Produce Flame and uh, start that fire up. Okay, so one corner of the room, you feel the entire tavern starts to warm, all of you much more comfortable in this environment. It's cozy. The Damp Spirits is a port tavern of middling. Finery. So, you're, you've seen it all. Seen it all. This would be the kind of place that you would go if you were looking to, you know, you get off the ship, you want to have a good meal, there might be a show. <laughs> it would be mediocre at best. People would mostly meet there to catch up with people they know. It's not the kind of place that you go to get anything particularly good, good or bad. So, you know, original joke. Exactly the kind of venue Karakun and the buffoons play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tear it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw where that was going as soon as you were like... Tear it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Ignatius just sits by the fire and stares into it. And I am going to cast Sending. Okay. And 25 words, right? Uh, 
So I've never cast sending before. Do I tell you who I'm sending it to? Okay, so I am uh, sending this to the elemental plane to my father, the Afridi, Pasha Durai. Okay. Okay. Does the sending only go to like one person that's holding a sending stone? No, it says uh, the distance is unlimited and you send a short message of 25 words or less to a creature with which you are familiar. Okay. The creature hears this message in his mind, recognizes you as the sender, knows it's you, uh, it, and uh, you can send the message across any distance, even to other planes of existence. Yeah. Ascending stone lets you cast that spell okay. as long as they have the opposite stone. That that's the, that's the, uh, the like, magic item version of it, I think. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I was right. looking up sending earlier, and I must have been reading that because I was like, "Oh, that's twenty-five." Pasha <laughs> Durai, uh, I have been released from the tinderbox. Now would be a great time to help. Love your life. Im- imprisoned. By a magic collar. One word left. Not using it. <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> sign off. <laughs> okay. Or uh-huh. Ignatius. <laughs> he knows it's me. <laughs> okay. Uh, and and they can respond immediately in the same manner if they hear it. <laughs> you got your bigger fruity voice ready. <laughs> you don't hear anything back. You don't know if it was received or not. Do you usually hear a response? Yes. So you're pondering yeah. by the fire. What are you up to, Astrid? Uh, you said earlier that we know all about Osborne's like uh, loving wife and family and children and stuff. Mm-hmm. I am going to seduce him. If I have to cast charm or suggestion or whatever, uh, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So you approach Osborne. What what does this go like? And what does everyone let? Let's come back to the seduction of. Of poor Osborne, and I'm just gonna find out what these two are up to while, well, before we role play this out. We were both at the bar. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just uh, uh, drinking them back, pouring them up, drinking them back. These drinks, like the the bar drinks, don't affect me in the same way. <laughs> it just, it's just good to get back in the habit. I'm trying to get my my fighting form back in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. This is you know, training for you. This is this is getting back back in in the in the fight. So, um, yeah, sure. as you're kind of doing that, and I see you basically what I imagine, um, you know, because I've seen all those great movies, uh, <laughs> like doing the forms, yeah. like in, in the drinking, and I'm just kind of like, oh yeah, 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 exactly, and I I kind of like pour some of the liquor on the on the thing and like light it, cast control flames, and kind of like have it like kind of move with the forms that I'm performing. Like green flame blade, like green flame blade, scorching flame, like And kind of just doing forms with my buddy while we drink um, and they just keep getting worse and worse. I'm like, hey, 
Get over here, this guy's great. He's way more fun on the outside. On the back, still doing the forms. The fire's still doing it. This table's ruined. Um, <laughs> okay, so Osborne. Um, well, you know, I expect this is gonna take some effort over the evening. Uh, you know, we'll start uh, just just chatting. We have You're a very playing good the long rapport. game. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, my backstory. Like, I have a very good rapport with these people, so I'm already starting pretty ahead. Uh, yeah, and just you know, kind of. As he has a couple more drinks, I get flirtier and uh, in the meantime, push him in that direction. Uh, a lot of arm touching. The barkeep oh, yeah. has come out. Very uh, direct eye owner. contact. Olava has served stew. It's a meat stew, vegetables, quite basic. Not bad, but you know, eh. And she serves first the guards from the tinderbox, and then she puts out the rest of you, and she's looking to you if you need something else from her. She has some other items, but she doesn't really have a, she doesn't, she cooked one meal, you know? Mm. So you guys get, you get polar bear stew, or, you know, she's like, uh, I got bread. Yeah. So she brings out a couple things. Ah, this is great, this is good. Thank you so much. This looks hearty and filling, and it's a color that I don't think I've ever seen in the spectrum of colors ever, but this is, this is great. And so make a, make a first, just, this is just a charisma roll to start off with. Okay. Or is it a performance that you're putting on for Osborne? I was gonna go persuasion, but. Okay. I was, I was hoping we could work our way to a persuasion. So okay. let's say it's, you're just, you're starting slow. Cool. Performance? Yep. Then. Uh, 22. Zip. <laughs> uh, Osborne, even with that amazing role, I mean, pretty enamored, you're very interesting and dangerous and all those things that are exciting, but happily married. Baby just arrived, really wants to tell you about his family, Nana, his wife, and the adorable chillins, and he's just got like a little army of them, and they're super cute, and he works really hard to bring home money to make sure that they're all gonna be okay. You know, but it is hard and lonely on the tinderbox. <laughs> you know, so you listen. That word it still belongs to other things too. And you spend a bunch of time just continually letting Osborne talk until you steer the conversation in the direction less about the family and more about how lonely the tinderbugs can be. And I would have also tried to get out and use uh, any information that, you know, nobody's marriage is all sunshine and rainbows. Uh, get the tea <laughs> and start pushing that side of the conversation rather than the happy side, plus the loneliness. I mean, yeah, right? It's not every day that you have to, you know, just be like all the time with the, you know, mm. it's a baby's need, kids needs, all the things that everybody else needs, but what does Osborne needs, you know? Yes, I suspect what you really need is just a break from all your stress and just 
some relaxation. You know, just de-stress. A release, as it were. Mm. It's going great. I hate it. It's going I'm great. Just playing my loot the whole time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> as you strum on the loot, and you and Osborne having a great chat, and Farworth is just like. Um, okay, what is everybody else up to as the evening goes on? Staring into the fire, laughing to myself, and sometimes saying things that people are like, who's he talking to? Mm, okay, continuing. Yeah. Uh, just being a little wild animal. At, at some point, I'll take the pants off, um, you know, and like, it seems dramatic, but you know, he just doesn't want them to like burn up. Okay, it's more uh, to protect the pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows he's gonna need it because it's cold outside. Um, yeah, and just kind of sitting and uh, like as the night goes on, kind of playing with like the shape of the fire that uh, um, Ignis is watching, uh, and just kind of like hiding in the shadow, like playing with the light almost to like lean into the shadows. And as I do that, you guys kind of notice like disappears very briefly. And it's almost like as the night goes on and the shadows grow longer, becomes more of kind of like an unpredictable force that just kind of suddenly is in your peripherals. Right, and a reminder that you've got an inspiration, you've got an inspiration, and you continuing to drink, you do notice that the fox is still cuddled up in the room. Yeah, yeah. Seems to be asleep. Okay. Um. So uh, I'll say that while I ate, I was just like talking at the fox as if okay. we were having a conversation. So you came over here at a meal and you're talking to the fox? Yeah. Roll an investigation. Yeah, sure. That's not great. 12. So as part of spending some time with the fox, you notice the fox is wearing a collar and you reach out and the fox lets you, just kind of, it keeps an eye on you. Yeah. Does nothing aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And has a little like name tag on the collar, it's Snowflake. <laughs> oh, Snowflake. Oh. That's a lovely name. I don't, I don't, I gotta confess though. I don't like snow, but if all snow looked as cute as you, <laughs> soft and warm too, that, that'd be great. It responds to you like it knows what you're saying. Every time you speak, it's just like listening, nods, turns away, you ruffle its fur, and it's just like, bro, bro, no, I'm cool. Okay. You just get the vibe. Yeah, 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 cool, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Osborne, yeah. roll your persuasion. Okay, everybody else partying, having a good time, the loot player. Yes. Net 20. <laughs> I have a plus 11 to persuade. I anyway. know. There was no do. other way this was going. Fine. Everybody, you go to bed. You all go to sleep. Oh. You will come, we'll come downstairs. Okay. We'll come back to you. Everybody else is going to bed. You go upstairs with the poor guard who was just trying to do his job and spend some time out here in the world. And Osborne is about to try to go the other direction, but he turns back to your room. And you go to bed with Osborne. Heck yeah. <laughs> Farworth, 
doesn't care. And you do notice that. You have excellent perception. So Farworth is like not interested, which stands out to you more than your ability to corrupt Osborne from a path that yay or nay on the side of spending the night with you for Osborne. I mean, it might not really matter in the scale of the life of this guard. Um, a, a blip in the road to the marriage or a, a moment in time for Osborne, regardless. For you, the more interesting thing, because you've corrupted so many people along the way, is that Farworth seems unlike Farworth sometimes. You've seen this guard a lot. And you pick up on it in the way that Farworth is uninterested in what you're doing. Hmm. And usually is very protective of the other guards of the tinderbox. Cool. I'm going to keep all that to myself. <sighs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I was so oblivious in the fire okay. because I've been channeling the How, Yeah. How do, so you are upstairs, the guards go to bed, you're upstairs. I'm sleeping in a pile of wood. Yeah. You're like maybe over, over here, like just, you just crash somewhere Yeah, downstairs. curled up like the fox kind of is like curled up and like small. I'm just yeah. like curled up on a, like a little pile. How do you retire? Oh, I wasn't personally planning on it, but. Oh, are you gonna stay in party? You're still yeah, partying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're downstairs while Ignatius. Filling up the keg. Um, so. Anyone who paid attention rather than just writing him off. Do you want to give them the chance to roll? Sure. Um, okay, so perceptions. Yeah, but I was staring at the fire again, sometimes giggling, seeming to have a conversation, but like a hushed conversation. Um, and my hands were moving, but like subtly. Uh, and after an hour's time, um, that hour was spent channeling divinity and materializing within my hands is a morning star. Oh, cool. Perceptions. Nat one. <laughs> Me too! <laughs> I was really busy doing something else. That's <laughs> very fair. Also busy. Yeah. Drinking, drinking, getting back on that wagon. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, so um, I go, um, I, I line up like six shots in a circle uh, five of them are drinks from the bar and one of them is from the, the, the f flask. And I'm like, Iggy, come have some shots. We're gonna play a game. What, uh, what is wait, what dad, just quick perception. Uh, 19. Nice. The I'll only say one who notices. Like as I'm like toying with the fire with control flames, like it just eventually it like stops working. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's weird. And I'll kind of like sneak up. And like, as I sneak up behind the chair and I'm like, kind of like, <laughs> and it's like not working. I just kind of see him like talking to himself and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> and between the two of you, you ask Ignatius. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, is that at the moment that the morning star appears kind of thing? Perfect. Did you say game? Yeah, it's called uh, Nightcap Roulette. Hmm. Uh, so I'm just gonna walk over to the bar and place the Morning Star on the bar. And uh, how do we play this game? All right, so five of these shots are 
shots that you can handle. <laughs> One of them is not. The, the way the game works is you drink until you find the one that you can't handle, and then you wake up the next day. <laughs> I think I saw the way that Harold had fallen to the ground. Yeah, but Harold's a, Harold's a wuss. You could do way better than I had to change that word. You could do way better than <laughs> Thank you, I'm going to pass. Out? After you have some shots, you're gonna pass out. No. Okay, all right. Uh, and I take all six shots and I go. <laughs> <laughs> and I. Wake up the next morning. <laughs> so this is still like. Okay. Uh, you're upstairs. Do you come back down or are you going to stay there, take another room? They they gave you the run of the place, so there's plenty of rooms. You could go back to your own space. I'm just going to stay there till morning. Okay, you stay cuddled up with Osborne. What else is in about that, but. the room? Uh, which room? The tavern? The main room. The main room? Uh, it, pretty classic tavern style. So a bunch of tables, stools. There are some pots and pans. There's uh, probably a table that's usually used for cards. Okay. No books or anything around? No, surprisingly, they're not a very literature-based group And people. what time of day is it? Is it like straight up? Midnight. Oh, it's midnight. Yeah, okay, I'll go to bed. Uh, you take a room upstairs, or you can crash wherever, like this side <laughs> of the table. <laughs> I, will do, I will do what Shaheem does best, uh, sleep behind the bar for exactly 2.4 hours, wake <laughs> up, find a bed. Okay, so he eventually makes his way to a bed. And you can do whatever makes sense to you. Do you want a, as soft a bed as possible for the evening? Mm, not whatever bed. Yeah. Okay, you find yeah. an empty room, you're asleep downstairs, yeah. and uh, you share a room. In the morning, all of you. You awake. Collars as tight as ever. Mm. And you head down to the tavern where breakfast awaits. And Olava has just left you a note saying, I hope it's not the last one. OD. Her initials. What's the, what's for breakfast? Breakfast looks like pretty classic eggs and probably bacon. That was a long rest, yeah? Yeah. Yay, spell slots. I go, is it clean? It, clean? Yeah. The bar? Did no. Did clean up? No, okay. not at all. Yeah, okay, I just needed to know, sorry. <laughs> there, there's like empty bottles everywhere. It's burned as fuck all over the tabletop where you were dancing in the liquor and lighting everything on fire. Your pants have not survived. Oh like no. You, like last night you thought like, these are doing great. They are singed, there's holes all over the place. I mean, you could still wear them, but like, ooh. They mostly are holding together. Yeah. And then uh, the fire obviously has been reset, so it might've gone out overnight. It looks like Olava started it up, but she left your breakfast and is not in the room and expects you all to very likely head out shortly. Just past daybreak. 
I, uh, I see some of the work that we did on the b b bar there and I'm like, oh, that's, yeah, no, that's like me. Uh, and I start to brush it away. Does prestidigitation like chip away at some of this? I mean, it's better. I'll work with better. It, you look like you're like, yes, 100%, I have done an awesome job here. And, and you're pretty sure she's probably got to replace it all. Cool. I just remembered something that I, I don't know. know if it was, this is, this is taking it back, but when I got my stuff back, was there an ad for a tavern in there? Maybe. Yes. It was there? Oh, sweet. It's not magic. So <laughs> it exists in your pockets. Perfect. Yep. Because yeah, they wouldn't care. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Um, right, so uh, I guess the last thing I'll do is um, uh, use some, uh, uh, I would guess, available rope or strap or what have you. Um, find uh, the finest uh, cask of ale and strap it to my back like a backpack and say, uh, I think we're good to go. Uh, is there lava here? No. No? Oh, there's no She around? left you breakfast. Yeah. Eggs and more like a back bacon, but it's bacony. And, and she and she left a note that says, hope it's not your last one. Oh, right, yes, yeah, sorry, o missed that. O OD, which I assume means we're about to OD on this breakfast. <laughs> roll intelligence. <laughs> oh. Actually, who has the highest intelligence? You don't need to roll. Who does? A, what are your what are your numbers there? It's a Sixteen. Goose egg. Eleven. Sixteen. Okay, so you guys know it's called the Damp Spirits. Ten. Her name is Olava Damp. Olava Damp. Ah. Uh, I mean, I rolled a seventeen. It's probably her initials. Yeah, I I know. <laughs> 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 okay, and you are ready to head out. Greeted uh, while, two guards. While we're doing this, you know, assuming that we're going to be traveling with Osborne for a while, you know, it wasn't about hurting his feelings. It was just about making him do something that he wasn't first inclined to do. Um, Dark. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I actually spent some time, you know, making him feel better and like, oh, you know, these things happen. Like, Roll deception. Whatever. Sure. I love that in your mind, it's not about him. <laughs> 25. Okay, you do a good job. <laughs> what are you and made of? <laughs> deception. Deception. Made of deception. <laughs> so, a one wild night, a moment in time where two people start crossed, but also meaning nothing, just a, passionate embrace before an imminent death probably has to go kill a dragon. I mean, if anything, Osborne did you the favor is really how Osborne leaves feeling here. Okay. And you head out. That's a kindness. Through the town. The four of you. Uh, on our way out, we're just going. Uh, I'm playing my loot as I do most of the time. Um, and I cast Invisibility. Wow. Okay. Cool. Uh, 
Alain, Shaheim can take inspiration. Thank oh. you, chat. Thank you, chat. Um, I would have, I would like to have sat by the fire and done another oh. sort of hour session. Okay, we'll we'll let that happen, and then we're gonna hit the road. Okay. So one more. Do you want to send another message? Same exact same thing. No, no, no. This is I'm channeling divinity again. Oh, channel divinity. Yeah, okay. I'm just creating, summoning the. I'm creating thieves' tools. Yeah. Okay. I will give those to you, and then for our team. You all make it around, and you're invisible now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to kind of slip away <laughs> from the pack for a moment. Does anybody uh, have any spare pants? Did any of us notice? Nah, buddy. Like, where was Astrid okay. when when? Here we go! Roll perception, <laughs> roll stealth. I assume you're trying to be stealthily away from the, okay. I'm not too concerned about it. 23. Yeah, I rolled it. Oh, sorry. This is a roll. Uh, Perception. Ah, yes. And is our Farworth and uh, uh, Ozzy still? They have weirdly lagged behind you. Okay. And Osborne's just trying to give you guys the thumbs up. Hey, yeah. We're, we're gonna go slay a dragon. Uh, and Osborne's like, the moment, that direction. The moment <laughs> that I noticed Astrid disappear, I said, throw a scotch, and I ignited my my sword so that the fire was drawn in the opposite direction to try to distract anyone else from noticing. Mm. These two would roll disadvantage then. Oh, okay. That might help. Uh. <laughs> you don't notice? Five. Yep. 13, so. Okay, so yeah, you spot a little bit. Maybe Astrid's gone invisible and done a oh. thing. Sorry, but that was a perception check, not a care check, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And Astrid, what are you up to? Uh, I'm going to go to that place that I was scouting yesterday where no one's going to be really looking, okay. and I'm going to produce flame and light a fire before we go. Uh, a nice little small one that's just going to smolder for a bit before, you know, it'll, it'll take off once we're a little away from town. <laughs> okay, so we're going to say this building over here. We'll just do a little, like, uh, mark. <laughs> uh, this building, this poor thing. <laughs> Get a new security fix of fire effects, I think. You're just bur burning lives in buildings. Wherever you go, Astrid. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was in the tinderbox. <laughs> I, I, I did this to myself. Okay, so. I did this to all of us. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Are you ready for what I'm going to do to you next? Whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey. Uh, you hear a noise. Cool. Everybody roll perception. Again? Still a disadvantage? Uh, no, that's not for... Straight. Straight, okay. straight rolls. There it is. Cool. You're free to use your uh, re-rolls should you need to. Am I still off doing my thing? You uh, caught up. Okay. It didn't it's take perception, right? Perception. 15. I would, like to, I would like to use my... We'll leave you out of this roll, but that you've caught up during this. 15. Uh, Using my inspiration. Nice. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, big time. I think you have a second one standing by, so. Okay, I'll just re up. Uh, 17. That's a good number. I've heard. Heard, yeah. Uh, 12. Okay, you all hear it. You're just catching up, so you miss out on what they might be like. Whoa. 
the two of you pick up particularly that it's the sound of a kind of a high pitch like like an arctic fox no <laughs> okay wait roll no <laughs> i don't know if you know exactly what an arctic fox might sound like it does sound snarly animalish you know i have often wondered what the fox say? Okay. <laughs> I told Murdoch no one would ask that, and so I, I just, we, don't play it. <laughs> don't play it. No. No, don't play it. No. We can't afford it. Could have been an owl. Sorry. Okay, here we go. What you hear? Snarling. What that? Noise. It's not him? What that? You're the most curious about it. Cause like, snarl means fight. Growl means fight. <laughs> Watch out. There's something near. What? I hear it too. Sword already flaming. Okay. And popping out around here, you notice trying to grab stuff off of this cart is a little fuzzy white beast. Hey, leave the cart alone. Yeah. It's trying to steal stuff off the cart. Um, but it that, definitely looks like a little monster. Is that cart for us? Because Thunderheart said she was going to... She said she'd leave you a cart full of stuff. Okay, I'm rushing over to shoo the thing away with my giant flaming sword. Fireball. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, everybody describe what you're doing and I'll move your minis forward. Yeah, I'm rushing towards the creepy little monster thing. I'm going to... Uh, it looks flammable. I'm just going to light like a candle flame at the tip of my finger and I'm just going to hold it. You stay back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 30 feet, as much as I can get close um, and I'll cast Firebolt. Oh, geez, everyone roll initiative. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So as soon as you spot it, you you blast it with fire. Yeah. Okay, everyone oh. roll initiative. <laughs> what, what that? No, we could have shooed away. <laughs> it, it might be friendly. Okay, so starting with Shaheim. Let's see. 19. What's that? One. Natural one. <laughs> Natural one? Yeah, total. We'll still let you fire the firebolt first. Okay. Uh, nine. Ignatius. Astrid. Five. Catching up. <laughs> and our little friend. Firebolt. Should I roll at disadvantage? <laughs> Why? Natural one. Whoa. <laughs> you hit the I cart. like the thing, like, I, oh, I no, saw it, cart. and I was just like, yum! And everybody's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, huh? And just like, right into a snowbank, like, just the outline of my, like, little body, like, and then <laughs> comes flying out of the other <laughs> side towards it. I don't know if <laughs> Yes! Maybe the D4 will stay on the card. Uh, D4. Oh, no. <laughs> God damn Super it. Super whoops. <laughs> okay, so the cart 
laden with useful goods is on fire. What that? No! <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, we threw a wild card into the scenario instead of, you know. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, great. Uh, uh. Wait, you are at the top of the round. Okay, yes. cool. Uh, I'm gonna go put the fire out. Okay. Uh, I mean, it easily makes your movement. You'll have lots of ability stuff left over. So you're going to just put out the fire. What's your move? Um. Um. Snow. Nice. Okay. Smart. So you're just gonna run over here and start trying to like scoop snow. Yeah. From the yeah. Yeah. Okay. That will take up your action. Oh yeah. Okay. Can I can I use a bonus action flurry of snows? <laughs> thank you, thank you. I will uh, assume my place at the bottom of the round. <laughs> your, your turn is fucking over. <laughs> okay, um, next to the cart, this little white creature turns its face towards you. You shot a firebolt at it. And it's little blue face, little fangs. I mean, you shot a firebolt at the stuff. Also wanted the stuff. Yeah. Runs towards you. For me? Yeah, can't make it the full way. Okay. It has teeny tiny little cute legs. I can see through the hole that I cast the firebolt through. Like just, it's like now like just getting bigger in the hole. Like, oh shit. <laughs> this little thing goes, and it runs towards you. It's really kind of cute. It's got little legs that are like, oh, it looks like it might fall down while it runs. It is not very old. Uh-oh. Yeah. Where's mama? And it runs towards you. Yeah. Um, for its actual action, you'll hear it as it runs, lean back the little head and go, and it makes an unusual weird call. Yeah, here comes Boba. Okay. <laughs> Ignatius. Sorry, how much of the fire was uh, Shaim able to get out? Not much. Okay. Have you ever dumped snow on a fire with like your hands? I don't know how snow works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best. It hurts. <laughs> uh, when I pick up a handful of snow and I throw it on a fire, mostly what yeah. happens is I, I flick bits of water out of fire. Okay. Uh, and how how what big of a flurry of snows pun? How big of a fire is it? Especially, Especially with your flurry. <laughs> you know what you know what you don't get is a bucket or a scoop or anything. You get nothing. How 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 big of a, a fire is it? <laughs> it started out uh, it clearly hit probably some spirits. Oh so she is, thought you guys like to drink. She put some, you know, alcohol like in the cart. One box on fire. One box is on fire, and there, it looks like next to it are probably a bunch of it. It's leathers. And okay, furs. I'm gonna run up onto the cart and take the the flaming box off the cart, like just shoving it out into the snowbank. Okay. So you you attempt to take this the most flamey thing. Yeah. Into the snowbank. Yeah. So. You, as you take this item into the snowbank, 
Some things on the cart are still on fire, but they're just starting. So it's lightly on fire, light fire. And what you've got to attempt to like throw snow over. Oh, I'm just, I'm just yeah. ditching that. It's working pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So you'll be able to put out the incendiary okay. part of the cart. And that cost me my action, yes? Yes. Um, bonus action? Yeah, stand by. What do I have for bonus actions? Don't bonus I mean, I got spiritual weapon, but I don't really want to fight this little thing. Um, I will. Can I ready my bonus action? No. Never mind then. You could have your spiritual weapon summoned and not do anything. That's true. That's pretty good. Your uh, call, though. I mean, if you think that he wouldn't, that's fine. Nah, nah, I'm good. That's it. That's my okay. move. Astrid. Uh, I'm going to bonus action, put hex on it, and back up a little bit and keep watching. All right, back up. You are actually, I don't know if you can see, but you're in line behind the house here. So you are... 30 feet. I see a more than 30 cart feet. of flaming booze. Yeah. yeah. I'm moving away from it. <laughs> Not the booze. We'll back you up a bit. Is there a distance that you don't want to be from it? Or like, you know what I mean? Like you don't want to be more than 45 or something like that. Uh, I mean, less than 60. That's what most of my stuff is. Okay. Copy that. So you stay within distance to act, but as far away as you feel safe. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm also currently still thing. playing my loot. Oh, are you still invisible? No. Okay. So I, I assume from inside of this snowbank, as far as I'm concerned, it's probably killed all my friends. Um, <laughs> this ferocious little thing in my field of vision, I will use all of my movement to get right up in front of it and um, pull out my short sword and just whoop, whoop, green flame blade huh, ah, and attack. Roll your attack. I will use my inspiration. Okay. <laughs> yes, much much better. Uh, tw- uh, twenty-five. Wild hit. You, yeah. Um, all right. So that's one d six. Ooh, full damage, love it. Three, ten. Ten regular damage, plus green flame is gonna give plus uh, eight, 1d8. Fire damage, five fire damage. What's the last thing oh. the Yeti Tyke sees before it dies? Oh no! A well practiced form. <laughs> green flame blade! <laughs> okay. And, and you, I feel and, bad. I, I taught him that one. <laughs> Here comes Mama. Yeah, so you just see like the flame just kind of like lick out of that. Like then this thing kind of, and then I'm just kind of holding like a shish kebab. Oh my God! She's pulling out a big all, box. All the all the snow like melting around to like reveal me. Um, and then I'll kind of like, and like look and see everybody else and be like, oh. Sh- Everybody's still like, what are you doing? Um, 
And I will slowly lower it and use all of my movement to try and get out of the snow. Okay. Make your way back into the street. Actually, I forgot. I've never played a rogue before. Fun times. Um, <laughs> I will use my bonus action to hide back in the snow. Homer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except that when he does it, it just like he goes. Puh. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You leave the corpse of this baby Yeti. Yeah. Oh. Um, now Mama's gonna blame me. Does anybody want to roll quick nature as you see this thing die? Hell yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd like to roll that. Ooh. Ten. Eleven. I was Couple wanting only to tens, know if it was that. I'm not gonna roll it. No. Oh, you, don't, you don't even think about it. Okay, so at a ten, you know, uh, monster. Okay, uh, you know, they probably camouflage in the snow, real good. They're look like they're made for it, uh, and you would know, probably pretty dangerous. The bigger they get, mm-hmm. and entering our initiative order. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, no. <laughs> Jesus. I don't like when she's hype about it. Oh, yeah, oh my goodness. Okay. Okay, so. Oh my god. <laughs> Great job, oh my god. Okay. This is it? Oh. This is how we die? Okay. I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> Luckily, like they look just like. Take another step or two back. <laughs> oh, you can't see them. Yeah, but you can hear them. That's and I true. know that we just killed a baby. Yeah, 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 and you hear first call in response. But then one deeper and louder following that response. So dad and mom have arrived. And you've got on your hands some big old monsters coming around the corner here. Okay, first to act. Bigfoot is real. A Yeti. Who comes in with, um, what was your stealth roll? Uh, 26. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't see you. Sees the baby dead, and the next and line of sight person me. is you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have a 40 foot uh, movement speed, so. Cool. <laughs> yeah, worded. Yeah, right up, right up in there. Okay. <sighs> I smile so, up at it. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay, claws your face. <laughs> Natural 20. Uh, 24. It's my armor class. Natural. So Okay, well, we're going to let the natural 20 through that, because it also has a plus six. Okay. Yeah. So it's a nat 20 plus the six. So, I mean, I mean, it's not crazy here. You take 10 points of slashing damage and five points of cold damage. So, I'm sorry, 15 total? Yep. 
Yes, 15 total. Bad start, bad start. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the Yeti uses the rest of what it has available to it, calling to the partner, mm. seeing the baby, and scoops up the baby close to it. So it claws attack you, <laughs> and then uh, uh, holds the corpse of its baby close. Okay. Okay. So. Ah, oh, shit. Okay, and then, Alan, yes, the drunken master monk time. Okay. Um, we have a problem. What's my movement to? You're a monk. What kind of question is that? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm asking because uh, there's a couple of things I would like to do. Oh, fuck it. Uh, step of the wind. I'm gonna um, uh, uh, jump to the top of the of the um, stall, the 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 stable, st- st- stable there. Uh, Why? <laughs> uh, and I am going to um, uh, cast produce flame, and I'm going to. Uh, hurl it at the Yeti. The one fighting Ignatius. Yes. Okay. Uh, and that is, so that is, give me just a moment here. All right, we're gonna do this. Six. Rick, you're pretty low, dude. Eight Eight points? points? Yeah. 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 Damn. Scary. Yeah, uh, 25. Hit. Cool, and it'll be 2d8 fire uh, for um, 11 nice. points of fire. Okay. Give me a perception roll. Cool. Oh. Uh, uh, 17. Good number. Thank you. <laughs> On the 17, you notice that taking fire damage causes the Yeti to panic. Hmm. It has a fear of fire and will roll a disadvantage on its next okay. attack. And ability. it came towards the guy with the flaming sword? In defense of its baby, it would do anything. Okay. But uh, being lit on fire causes it to pause. Okay. Cool. okay, uh, okay. Uh, Bonus action, uh, sorry, no, that's that's spent. Um, uh, free action, I'll say, get out of here! <laughs> I say, get now! Go on, get! <laughs> get, get now is your, is, your, is, your, is your thing, okay. I was about to ask, did I stutter? Um, <laughs> Not that time. <laughs> okay, that's get why now. you're mad, it counts. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't roll on that. That's good. Okay. Well, the fucking through the through, I guess. The, fi- the fire damage has done enough enough for the fear. Uh, that's crazy. It feels okay. Uh, following you, the other yeti. Oh, great. 
looking bah, 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 bah. towards <laughs> the death of the baby, the snowy pile. Ooh, good roll. God. All right. On the stealth. Uh-huh. You're maybe not as hidden as you thought. Really good roll. Just the exact cutout of you in the snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's melting around me because I'm just like made of magma. <laughs> just shaking. Holy hell, that thing is huge. Okay. Uh, comes right towards you as you've melted all the snow around you. And you're just, it's, it's steaming like, little, you're, you're like a little sauna. So you feel super cozy until you look up because it's suddenly like shady. <laughs> And you keep looking up and keep looking up. This giant, abominable yeti towering over you. It's the bumble. She makes a claw attack. Oh, that's mom. Oh. Oh, neat. Yeah. Oh. That's great. We gotta figure this out, though. <laughs> We're gonna die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first claw attack is a 14 against your armor class. Um, misses 15. Oh. It can't swing that low. <laughs> yeah, I'm still sitting there and just right over me like, all the snow is gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Okay, it tries twice to claw at you and misses both. And then it uses a chilling gaze. Anyone within 30 feet. Ah. Uh. That's like all of Sorry, us. Sorry, it's one creature in 30 feet. I oh. Okay, one creature oh. is targeting you within yeah, 30 sure. feet. sure. I'm looking right at it. Make a constitution saving throw. Got it. Mm. 11. You fell. Oh, okay. 66 cold damage. Woo! Oh, boy! Roll ones. Lots of ones. On this cold damage, you will also be paralyzed for a minute following this. <laughs> a minute? <laughs> oh, these are big rolls. Are you resistant to... No? You think that, like, yeah, right. if you were I just made of magma, cold it's, would just, like... It's only 23. No, when you get cold, you just turn into a rock. Okay. 23 cold damage. Okay. Oof. You are paralyzed for a minute, unless you're immune to yeah, cold. Why not? You can repeat this saving throw, okay, at the end of your next turn. For the paralyzed. Oh, sorry. Uh, I had five cold damage on the last thing, right? I have resistance to cold damage. Take half. Yeah. Round down. Yeah, I just like flavored a goblin. Seemed easy. Flavored a goblin. (laughs) Uh, It is entirely focused on you as having potentially killed the baby. I am covered in its blood. Yeah. There's no two ways yeah. about it. <laughs> it knows. Yeah. It stays where it is, focused on you, staring at you, knowing that you and anything else that you travel with, it will end everything. Great. Cool. Cool. Uh, next in the turn order would have been their baby, but... Oh, Moving on. Oh, right. oh, you can't keep laying on <laughs> What happened, happened. Ignatius, you fucking it's painted your turn. it. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I will cast 
as a bonus action, Searing Smite at third level. Which one are you attacking? Right the one that just smashed my face in. Okay. Um, or, well, sorry, clawed at my face. And I shall attack with my flame, flaming longsword. Papa, no! <laughs> nice. Uh, 23. Hit. Sweet. Um, I also use, what is that thing I have? Hold on, it's called divine. Where is it? Astrid, you're on deck. You, uh, looks like chat's giving you some inspiration. Yay. Uh, so on top of my Searing Smite, I will use Divine Strike. Uh, so on that hit, it is, that's an extra, it's an extra D8 of fire damage at third level. Oh God. Okay, the fire damage. There's a lot of dice. Yep. Hold on. <laughs> and so stand by. So there's 2d6 of fire damage for the f sword being on fire. Uh, 1d8 plus 2. 1d8 for that. And then Searing Smite, third level, will give me three more d6. Okay, so two, five of these. What you got, Ignatius? 13. And this is all fire damage? He's already scared. Uh, 15, 21. Scared of fire. 23 damage? Okay. Can do. Yep, 23. Yeah. Your turn. Still up. Still up? Uh, oh, and that's uh, that sets them on fire. They were already on fire, right? They'd already experienced fire damage. They had, they had had fire damage oh. happen to them, but they don't have continual fire damage. Oh, uh, Searing Smite. They are on fire now. Okay. So the fur on the beast ignites, and it is now a flaming yeti. <laughs> Uh, and at the start of each of its turns, uh, until the spell ends, which is uh, a minute, it must make a con saving throw. On a failed save, it takes another 1d6 fire damage. On a successful save, the fire goes out. Okay. Okay. Astrid. Uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to transfer the hex to uh, the one that we're piling on right now. Um, yeah. And then I'm going to use, oh, and with Hex, it now has disadvantage on wisdom saving throws. And I get an extra 1d6 damage against it. And now I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers <laughs> at second level. So that is a wisdom saving throw with a DC of 16 at disadvantage. Well, it's for sure a fail. Cool. Uh, it takes 5d6 damage, including Ooh. everything, uh, and uses its reaction to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Okay. 
Sorry, which one did you drag it? Dad, the smaller one. Yeah, smaller one. Nice. Uh, 13 damage. Psychic damage. Okay. Still up. Gravely wounded. The Yeti screams out on fire, clutching its head. In pain, psychically, physically. The fear. The trauma! The fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who wouldn't? Otis. What that? Ah! Um, <laughs> I'll look around, this thing kind of like drooling on me, and I am just a statue, basically, version of myself, just completely frozen from the chill. You paralyzed, bro. And I make a save. Saving throw? Uh, nine. Still a fail. So you stay paralyzed, and unable to move the rogue, Magvin, stuck at the feet of the abominable Yeti. Everyone is attacking the other monster in your midst. Okay. Next in the turn order is the dead. So we have two things happening. Dad makes a constitution saving throw. Yeah, DC 13. 16 plus stuff, so passes. Balls. Uh, but fire then needs out. to, and yeah, uh, just take half damage? No, the fire just goes out. Okay, fire goes out. The, oh wait. Does it also need to move, it moves away from you? Yes, as far as it can. Okay. So the fire's out. It's still holding, clutching the baby, takes it with it. Opportunity yeah. attack. Okay. I'm gonna move it. I mean, it's off the map, but. <laughs> it's still far enough. Like it, you guys would still be able to see it, though. Like, you know. No inspiration check. It's r- running away. Yeah, it has to move as far away from uh, Matt as it can, or from Astrid as it can. So it's got a forty-foot movement. Right. Cool. So he takes the baby that he's clutching and he starts to just flee uh, forty feet as far away from Astrid. Yeah, rolled seven. Seven. Oh, so that's that's not hitting. Oh, I rolled a two. Your sweet mace. What? Was that with your sweet mace? That you got? I guess. No, it's with my flaming longsword. Oh. Yeah, as he flees. But I missed. It was like, it moved really fast. Um, yeah, the opportunity attack is a bit th- through these flames that are going out. It's not so much that you're not good with this weapon. It's been a while since you've attacked. But also, the the thing is in so much fear, it's not moving in a way that you're used to. You know, it's it's moving in a way that you look back and realize it's compelled, <laughs> compelled by Astrid. So there's ah. something else going on that you didn't anticipate. Okay. Just that image of the <laughs> it, it tears past and knocks the this like there was like this this again flee like long ago that it just knocks this over as it as it as it ah. course. so okay it, more it more snow, more of the goods but, break um, you notice that bits of rolls and bread spill out into the snow mm. so the food bins that were provided to you some of those have also broken okay. Your turn. Cool. I am going to uh, 
no, I'm not going to use the step of the wind. I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to run and jump off of this uh, stable. Okay. And uh, uh, midair, I'm going to attack Mama Bear. Okay. Let's see here. Seems freaking huge. In the distance, Dad using the whatever it had left of its turn to be in fear, pat out the fires, clutch the dead child. And the monk flying off the roof towards. Does 16 hit? It hits. Cool. Um, extra attack. Um, 18. Uh, bonus action flurry for yes. attacks. What does this look like, Monk? Um, uh, does 14 hit? Hits. Cool. Wait, no, no. Does it? That does not hit this one. Okay. It would have hit the other one, not uh, this one. Okay, that's a shame. Does this not 20 hit, though? Mm. Mm. It's different. Give me that, give me that. <laughs> um, okay, so I will roll damage for the uh, first two attacks okay. first. What does this look like, Monk? Uh, I'm like gonna jump jump in the air, do a very sloppy Hong Kong t- 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 twist, and with each rotation, it's a different type of hit, like a punch, a kick, a back fist, and then like a headbutt at the end. Stephen Chow shit. You're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Roll damage! Let's see. Uh, um, so that is um, 18 for the first two. And how are we doing? Double. Double damage. Crit. Simple math. Okay, cool. Simple math. So. Oh, that's not cocked, I guess. Uh, it'll be two. Um, eight, so another 10. And it up, times two, eight. 10, okay. Um, and um, can I turn one of those into a stun? Yes, you're in a stunning strike? Yeah, just wanna make sure I get this right. Uh, yeah, it'll be a DC 14 con. Natural one. Great. Oh. Uh, and um, giant stunned yeti. And uh, and and like as I la- land in f- front of it, I'm gonna land like sloppy on the ground, <laughs> like a break d- d- dancer. Uh, and then I'm going to um, uh, get up and take uh, take as many steps as I have to in order to be uh, in front of it. The hell out of here, little I dad. imagine you like landed right next to me <laughs> <laughs> in the snow. I'm like, wow, that was nice. <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> and for chat, I did roll my advantage earlier to use it in some previous attacks. Um, I don't have it left to use here. Uh, um, uh, this building in the distance starts to really catch. Uh, Astrid went and set that building on fire earlier. So as you stunning strike. You're watching your, you know, attack land. The Yeti is getting stunned. Yeah. This building starts to light in the distance. The fire. <laughs> Yo, go, go, go put 
that out. Okay. Okay, so what happens in the face of the stunning strike? Um, that that last kind of head headbutt hit just kind of like clocks his jaw, and it is it is um it is uh, incapacitated until the end of my next turn. End of your next turn. Yes. Okay. Okay. Do we get advantage on attacks now? The rules apply for anything that's stunned. Yeah. So we get advantage on. So check your notes for stunned. And ranged, yeah. So all of the notes related to it. I'm gonna check my handy quick reference guide. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, they are incapacitated, they can't move. Uh, the creature automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws and attack rolls have advantage. Cool. Okay. Giggity. Okay. Until only until the end of his next turn. Yeah. Okay. So next to move would be that character. So stunned. Uh, no options. Wait. No. No options. Okay. <laughs> Ignatius. Uh. Yeah, I'm gonna run towards uh, Big Mama, and I'm going to. Understat welcomes you. And run up and swing with my longsword. Still on fire. Uh, 22. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so I shall add my divine strike to that as well. So 2d8s and uh, just the two. Don't worry, chat. This thing's fine. <laughs> I forgot to cast my series. So that's fine. That sucks. No one, nothing. Uh, 13, 19, 21. 21 damage. Uh, seven of that is fire damage. And I forgot to cast Searing Spite, so it's not on fire. Uh, <laughs> whoops. Um, but as my bonus action, since I screwed that up, I will now summon my spiritual weapon. Okay. Oh, we didn't get you a spiritual weapon mini. We gotta grab one. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. Soon. I will cast that. Day one. I'm gonna cast it at second level. Is it a, what does it look like? A giant flaming scimitar. Or sorry, you know, movie style scimitar. Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure Matt would correct. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the big thick blade. Yeah. Uh, Curved swords. Uh, so that. Who will... would like to hear a lecture about swords? Yeah. Who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the crowd. Yeah, it uh, is. So that will appear. I'm gonna put it on the other side between Astrid and uh, Mama Yeti. And that's also an advantage, yes? Yeah. Sutton, bring us something. 24. Hit. Sorry, that's looking at the wrong thing. So 2d8. So that is another 11 damage. Okay. Oh, which is... Uh, Force damage. Does that push it back? 
I don't think so. No, okay. Good. No. Okay. It'd be cool if it did. It'd be cool if it did. We just hit into the building, but yeah. Okay. The. Oh, anything sorry. left? I... Ignatius? There should be two more damage on there. Copy that? Yeah. Sorry, I screwed that up. Uh, oh, and Ignatius should be. Well, we can just pretend. I'm right up against yeah, the big I'm... one. That's it for me. Astrid. Uh, bonus action, moving my hex over. Uh, for sure. And so now it has disability or disadvantage on wisdom, wisdom. saving throws. Uh, but since I have advantage on attacks right now, I'm actually going to firebolt it. Uh, get her. Get her. Get her. Non-natural 20. Noise. Here we go, guys. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. So. Following Astrid on deck is what deck? Who? 2d10 plus a d6. <laughs> no, what? Uh, 22 damage. Um, oh, crap. I don't remember which one was. Okay. Uh... Here we go, Astrid. Uh, one of those, the D6 was necrotic damage, but I don't remember which number that was. And, okay. I didn't see. I only saw the seven Purple. on the D8. <laughs> no. the um, anything one? else, Astrid? Are you going to move? Mm. You're like 15 feet behind the... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of the way there. Yeah, I see you right here. Just a bunch of movement out of the way? Yeah. Super. Following Astrid, what that? <gasps> I will do nothing. Okay. <laughs> you can go put what does this look like, what that? Uh, you see what that, like, see all that awesome stuff that uh, <laughs> that they did. Uh, that, oh, sorry, what are you? Uh, Shai, Shaheem. Shaheem. What Shaheem, like, landed this blow and just waiting for death, but it's just, like, frozen in its moment, and it just looks back, and we're just, like, we're still looking right at each other, like both completely frozen. <laughs> it's just like, move jitsu, and then nothing goes. Just getting yeti drool. <laughs> yeah. You can see one slowly forming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just coming close. You're like, how is that happening? It's God. like it gets to the point where it's like still going, but like still even cool. it doesn't want it to happen. It's <laughs> <laughs> still just frozen in eye lock. Just an embarrassed Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of my turn. Okay. <laughs> I am drooled on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At the back. Needing to flee from all of you, the fire still burning in the town, terrified, holding the corpse of his baby, the, the, the Yeti. Is there anything going on that prevents the Yeti from moving forward from all of you? I mean. You've all attacked it. It's supposed to use. How scared um, of fire is it at this point? Because I'm still just a blaze. Yeah, right? 
Couldn't handle the heat. It's taken fire damage. It's tasted the sting of my lungs. It's just disadvantaged. So seeing, seeing its partner in such distress, it will race into combat unless you have something that has pushed it against you, other than the fear of fire, which is just that it, it's going to take, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. I doesn't like its mate drool. I can't stop it. Was your thing just turned it for one turn, or? Um, yeah, I don't know that it can, uh, let, yeah, let me check. Was well, it like a concentration be. thing or something, or makes a save every turn, or? Yeah, let me make sure. I feel like it's due to make a save, but I'm not, okay. It saved on my, it's on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the fire on itself went out, but it's still taken fire damage, so it's, so, so it has still has a fear, so it's a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has to stay away from me. Okay. Not anymore? It was just that one time. So it has disadvantage on its attack rolls and ability checks until the end of its next turn because it keeps taking fire damage. It's still going to attack you. Cool. It makes a... Okay. Two claw attacks against you. Okay. Uh... At both at disadvantage. So here's the first one. Fail. Oh, maybe. A 16. 16 does not hit. Okay. It will still use its chilling gates, so make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Constitution saving throw. Uh, 12. 13 is the pass. Ah! Fail. So, failing the constitution saving throw, it's not as much damage as what that took from the abominable version. Okay. It's still 12 points of cold damage. 12 points of cold. You're paralyzed for a minute. And I'm paralyzed. Okay. um, uh, Let's see here. 12 points cold damage. Um, If I'm paralyzed, that means I can't take a reaction. That is correct. Lame. 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 (laughs) Sounds like one for one. Okay. Playing a monk again? In the face of this chilling gaze. Because you just you just saw the shadow of it approach you, and you turned, and in all you see is the face yeah. of this yeti, angry, rage-filled, clutching in one hand the bloody corpse of its child, the other hand claws that have swung at you and your compatriots, and mostly missed. And in that chilling gaze, you take the damage from, the cold damage from it. And I can't use Hellish Rebuke on it. Um, Definitions of Paralyzed, just double checking from our handy books from our friends. Yeah. You can't do it. You cannot move or speak. And you fail strength or deck saving throws, attack rolls, blah, blah. Yeah, I would say, I would say, yeah, based on the what you need to do for that spell. Okay. Good try. Yeah. You're stuck. You're paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And it would be your turn next. Cool. Uh, I have to try to get out of this? Like, Is that right? A, yeah, yeah. You're next. S- saving throw? Okay. Hmm. Uh, another con save, right? Yeah, same idea. Let's do it. You all right? 
Not 20. Hey. So at the end of your turn, you make the saving throw. Cool. So you are no longer paralyzed the, moving forward. The booze right. in his stomach just like draws <laughs> him out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he was chilled and then he was like. It warms you right up. Okay. Uh, let's see. Inspiration from chat, Trevor. Oh, thank you, chat. Yeah, Ignatius. Okay. <laughs> Following your turn. Uh, do I get my turn? No, at the end of your turn, you make the saving throw check. So you've done that at the end of your turn. Oh, but I was... Because you were par- paralyzed, paralyzed, and then at the end of your turn. I think that's the way that works. Yes. Let me just double check. Right, so I couldn't do anything. Turn over, yeah. Yeah, you repeat yeah. the saving throw at the end of your turn. So that's the end. Cool. Yep, so next it. time we come back to you, you're free to act. Cool. Mom. Mom. So wait, mom was your stunning strike stunned mom till the end of your turn. And the end of my and my turn was just that con save. Mom is no longer stunned. Okay, so it just there's no like there's not an additional save that mom has to make. No. Okay. I have terrible. Still has disadvantage on wisdom saving throws. Terrible news. Dope. Who's in front of mom? Uh, Like what you would call maybe a thirty foot cone. Okay, so needing to aim this to avoid dad as much as possible. Then so, it would have to be just me and uh, what dad? What dad? Ignatius. Mama Yeti. Huge breath in and exhaling a storm of ice and cold. And a 30-foot cone from her. This is all freezing, frigid air. I'm good, right? Make a constitution saving throw. Con save? Con save, con save. All right, I'll take that. A good one, finally, 19. 19? Hey, all, yeah. right. Check it out. all right. Here we go. You will both take half damage. I'm also resistant to cold. Half, half it again. That. Nice. Are you resistant to cold? That, don't you, can't you only half it once? I think so, but like, let's see how this goes. Let's see yeah. what the damage is. Okay, here we go. Because it is 10d8 in half. Jesus Christ. So. Ooh, yeah, I'm going to argue that now. Got to roll all ones. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Too rich for, for, for my blood. <laughs> <laughs> Only got 40 fucking hit points left. Oh my god, still rolling? <laughs> she only brought one D8. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be 42 points divided by two. 21. 21 each. 21. And then half. Well, I think, yeah, you only take so it half, 10. half, right? But you, but if you only take the half once, then it's half once. So it's still 20 points of damage. I gotta look that up. I don't know. It'd be 21. Half of what I'm like taking. That, though. Like if we, yeah, it doesn't, once. it only happens once. But we yeah. made we made the save on the thing, and that's that just dictates how much damage we take. Will it drop you? But the resistance to cold, since it's cold damage. Will it drop you? Yeah, innately it sounds No. I know 5e is weird like that. Okay, well, Sam is also weighing in from chat, and we're gonna just, he says a quarter damage, so half and then half. Okay. Um, yeah, half and half. 
Let's just do it for now. Just take a quarter damage. We'll figure it out later. But you take the full half. Yeah. So 21 points of damage. And you're taking 10. What does that put you to? 15. Okay. So you're still up. Yeah. Okay. Going to cut your tip. Uh, and then in front of the... Specific? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say dick, but it's mom. <laughs> Still attacking you. It has more to do. Yeah. Great. Um, it cannot do that every time. Oh. It's a special ability. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So making its claw attacks. Um, one of these will hit you for sure. It's like a 25. Yep. Yeah. Jeez, uh, you will take. Well, it has an advantage as well, right? You roll right. advantage because okay, I'll roll it again. Thank you for helping me. That's still a miss. Okay. So it's but it's um. Okay, so that's going to be thirteen points. Okay. Um. Uh, and then make another Constitution saving throw. For a chilling gaze against you. Twenty-one. Nice. Oh, you will succeed. So, <laughs> just a little flicker of flame, like like covered in ice, just slashed and like broken almost to bits, oh. and like the little like flame just <gasps> like comes out of its mouth. Like, <laughs> you still up though? Believe it. <laughs> <laughs> you will now be immune to the chilling gaze that the yetis use against you for a bit. That might help. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. You can move at least. After mom, Ignatius. Oh. Uh, did the big one move away from me and I didn't do an opportunity attack? Or did it? No. I think it just turned. It didn't move. It just turned? Okay. Um, well, I'm going to attack Biggie and. Uh, <laughs> no, Biggie. Mama. Uh, and I'm going to... Didn't go over my head. I got, he got there. I got there. it. He got there. Yeah. Chris Murdoch, uh, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, Searing Smite at fourth level. Ooh. And swing my flaming longsword at uh, the bulk of this big bastard again. The big one? <laughs> what just yeah. happened to you? Or the one facing off against your... I'd have to disengage with... Okay, you're staying here. Okay, go, go. Oh, risking up. Here we go. So I'm going after Biggie. Uh, there's no more advantage anymore, right? No, that's gone. 20, not natural. Hit. Nice. Okay, math time. So Okay, do your math, Astrid, you're on deck. Cool. What dat after that? A D8. That D8. We got minutes. Plus. Yeah, I'm going. 2D6, and it's an extra 46. It's this mini. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Are there any effects coming with this? Uh, any effects coming with it? Yeah, Searing Smite will ignite the creature. Okay. On, on fire. fire. Okay. Okay. Ugh. Oof. Okay. <laughs> 10, 21, 22, uh, 33, 33. Yeah, we were just thinking. He's so stupid. He has 
34 damage. Okay. Uh, there, 24 of that is fire damage. Okay. And I think that's it. Yeah. Astrid. That's it. But it's on fire. Yep. Uh, so I'm still attacking the mom as well, which has my hex. Uh, I am going to. It's not really anything else I can do with a bonus action, so I'm going to cast Scorching Ray. Yeah. Uh, and all three blasts are going for Mama. Mm. Uh, so first one, 19. Hit. Second one, uh, 21. Hit. Uh, third one. I'm gonna re-roll that. Oh, here we go. Minutes, minutes left. Yeah. Uh, so three hits, roll damage. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw them in. <laughs> Take that, Yeti. Take him and go. <laughs> if you can hit the mini with yeah. the D8, yeah. it's dead. You win. Yeah. You win, D8. <laughs> Some so 22 fire damage yeah. and oh my goodness. 13 necrotic damage. Nice. Sorry about your baby, but get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what the last thing she sees before she dies? What dad? What dad? <laughs> but she falls forward onto you. <laughs> oh, what? Oh my God. <gasps> Ignatius dodges out of the way. Yeah, you do. But you don't. Yeah. Roll a dexterity saving throw. Natural two. <laughs> Nine. Whoa! Yeah. I mean, high dags, high dags. Okay. What's the last thing you see before you die? <laughs> I don't think we stopped staring at each other like this whole thing. Like there's just all this fire, all this damage, and it's just like we're both like it's all this chaos around us, but like it's just like this locked in silence as it's like coming towards me and I like I know that I've like freed myself and, like, oh, and I like look up as it's like tipping over and I'll just be like Scorching Ray Jitsu. And through like three scorching rays as it's like falling on me, and it just smashes into the ground. All the smoke clears, uh, and all the the, the snow comes to. You're rest. close to a lot of other people. What happens when you die? Oh yeah. Oh uh, uh, yeah. So as it like lands on me, everybody like the snow settles, and it's just smoldering smoke, and then all, you just hear. And I explode for a deck saving throw of 13. What's the radius? Everybody within 10 feet. I'm right next to them. <laughs> okay, so Ignatius and Dad. It's a nat 20. And yeah, you, oh yeah. Yeah, the oh. monk, the monk is just like uh, gonna backflip out of here. 18. 18, Dad. Oh, head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Dad? Um. It comes up the butt. Dad is also okay. Oh. 
but pushed backwards in the face of the, if you succeed on the saving throw, do you take half damage? Uh, no, you, okay. you were fine. Oh, so, shit. <laughs> fleeing, fleeing is what the other single Yeti is doing, holding that corpse. And it, it moves to flee away from the death burst. Opportunity attack. So no one's taking oh, any additional damage, but you just explode. Yeah. What else does this look like? Uh, it's like, as it like nat 20, it's like you put your foot on its head and it just like, <laughs> like blows up underneath it. Uh, and you just kind of see the like, the green flame and like kind of die out on the, like the short sword as it lands in the cart again. <laughs> the little green flame just like, Oh. oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig through to to see if he's okay. <laughs> I can't find anything. Do I, Just a caved out skull of a yeti. Do I find his sad headband? It's just like the all the headband, like it's just the plate on it. Yeah, the, all the all the band part is burned yeah. off. It's just the metal plate. My God, you. Final words. Oh, also, do you stop the Yeti's fleeing with the corpse of its child? Do, no, do any of you I, go after there, it? I could have taken an opportunity attack, but I didn't. Um, he flees. Yeah, no, I'm shooting at it. Can I, mean, I shoot you can at blast, it? You blast. Blast at it as it flees. Yeah, I'm going to cast uh, Guiding Bolt. Okay, you cast a Guiding Bolt. Anyone else as it flees? Uh... This entire time, Astrid has just been calmly playing her loot as this happens from a safe distance. Uh, as she, you know, unfolds, oh, and as soon as it starts to run away, she just kind of loses interest and keeps playing and turns around to watch the fire. Yeah, this building, this building is an inferno now. It's that little girl meme. Thirteen. <laughs> uh, Thirteen does not hit. Yeah. All right, fine. Actually, the 13 does hit. What's damage? Sweet. Uh, nine, uh, 12 damage. Well, you kill that one too while it's running As away. it's running and then just like one knee and then body. And, and, and yeah, the little body falls, falls out of its hands. Yeah, and it's snow. glowing orange. Right. Yeah. Except for the blood that slowly seeps out into yeah. the snow. Red into the snow. It's beautiful, really. Lovely contrast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it slashed me in the face. No pity. I'll say. What <laughs> the fuck should I feel bad about? I'll say. Is the <laughs> is the booze okay? No. <laughs> is that what you're upset about? Your friend just died. Yeah, and I mourned him quietly. I'm asking them practical questions. Louise, <laughs> I mean, out from prison. Do you think we are nice people? Across from very far away, mostly Astrid hears it, but it's just like, good luck killing the dragon. We got one, one more. Yeah, we're, we're gonna need, go get Maya. Ugh. And we'll find out what Maya brings to the party when she joins you all to finally leave Suvik next time. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you for Tim and bringing What Dad to the table. Hell yeah. What an adventure that 
little weirdo is. Uh, thank you to our crew and everybody here who helped us make today happen. This has been such an adventure. It's so thrilling for me and so exciting to be back in Altero in the homebrew world for this campaign. This is gonna be a fast, wild ride while we venture north to try to kill a dragon with these, these guys, this team. They, they can do it, I'm totally convinced. This is gonna be great. The wild adventure of the prisoners from the tinderbox. You can catch us coming up next. We've got, we've got Filthy Talk this week. We've got some exciting stuff coming up next week. We've got, uh, we've got Filthy Talk, who we're gonna have uh, uh, dice, dice cream sandwiches coming in. We're about to raid. Oh my God, that's exciting. Okay, stay tuned for the raid. Dice cream sandwich, they're gonna be here on Thursday for Filthy Talk. And then we've got some upcoming adventures. We're gonna be at Fan Expo. We've got more episodes of Ready to Roll. We've got Minecraft in Looking for Group tomorrow on this Twitch channel. And you can see us on a Filthy Quest line on YouTube. Thank you so much for joining us. Please tweet at me. I am at Squirrels of Doom. I wanna hear what's going on in your games because when you roll the dice, you make the magic happen. Let me know what's going on in your world. Bye everybody!